Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. Hey, 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 Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Do people talk like that? We'll call him by his proper name, Albert Kirky. Who is who is that? Albert Kirky, the founder of Albuquerque. They got the name wrong. Read a book. I've told you about the legend of St. Juan Tabot so many times on this show, though I'm not interested in you claiming that somebody besides he founded this great city. Albert Kirky founded Albuquerque. In 1947. What? Huh? <laughs> what? The what? The monkey has a butler. He worked for Amway. Mm-hmm. He was tremendous. Oh, wait, that's Rio Rancho. Rio Sorry. Rancho. Albert Kirky got a bunch of Manhattanites with breathing problems to come out to New Mexico. Good job, Albert. I got the tuberculosis. Emphysemers. Need some laudanum. A little bit before Rio Rancho, but I get it. I'm into it. <laughs> What's going to happen to all these rappers when they find laudanum? All these rappers up in my... <laughs> you thought Sizzurp was bad. Wait till the yeah. South rappers find laudanum. And out of nowhere with a steel chair, Quaaludes. <laughs> Quaaludes are out of stock, brother. Good luck. Tyler, do you even know what that is? Yeah, I do. I would love some Quaaludes. <laughs> you are of that culture. You guys Tyler, if you got me. a guy, I'm down. I'm t- I was wondering if y'all had a guy. I think, I think, I don't know this. I think society has built a natural immunity against the lewd mm-hmm. since the 80s, and I feel like it doesn't exist anymore. Well, they took them. They took them out of production. Who's they? Quit, quit making them. I'm tired of they doing all these things. Big lewd. Big lewd was yeah. not down. Ludacris personally did that. Uh, the Quay, the, Quay Ludacris. The early two thousands band based out of Columbus, Ohio, Ludo. Not familiar with that one. Was that the big guy from uh, the Labyrinth? It was two. Uh, Sorry, that was Bluto. That was Bluto. My bad. Yeah. Big Lou is a weird nickname. Big Lou. I don't like that nickname. If your if your first name is Big, your your second part of your name should be your full name. Because if you shorten your name, that's not big. So you should be Big Louie. No, that's even shorted. Big Lewis. Big Louisiana. Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. That'd be a good wrestler name. I agree that would. He hides beignets in his onesie and then pulls them out and smacks you with them. Who's he? Big Louisiana. Okay. <laughs> he chokes you with Mardi Gras beads. He does a, uh, you remember doing crab walks as a kid, like where you go in your arms and your feet or whatever, but mm-hmm. he calls it the crawdad walk. Yep. It's like, crawdad. oh, he's so scary. Yep. He deafens you with jazz music and you can't hear anything. You're ear blind. And every time. And then, you- he, then he body slams you because yep. you're so disoriented from being ear blind. He has a saxophone when he wrestles you and every time you take a left step, he goes, Bomp. and when you take a right step, he goes, Bomp. Wah, 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 wah. 
people, goes wild. people in the crowd love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last day without professional baseball being played. Let's go. We're going to go through odds, do a bunch of stuff. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. You see the over-under? You know what I think I'm going to do? What? I'm going to bet every over-under. I'm going to parlay. All of the NBA? No. NBA, MLB over-under win totals? Yes. That's a lot. It's going to be a sweet parlay. Okay. We're going to do that on the show. All right. <laughs> That's sweet. not the worst segment ever. I don't know, Fred. The Milwaukee Brewers at 86 Under. and a half. <laughs> But, Fred, the Dodgers won 111 games last year. Under. Do you see what their over-under is? The Dodgers? Yeah, 88. Hurt and pulled and grabbed my neck in 1988? No one thinks they can. You know who no one is? You know who they is? 87 wins. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Over-unders are super hard now in Major League Baseball because of balanced scheduling. It's like the St. Louis Cardinals can't get fat on the Reds and on the Pirates. Or as fat. Or as fat. They're still garbage. Who? The NL Central? It's all, outside of one team, it's all garbage. Yeah. Yeah. The Cardinals are a 500 team in any other division in baseball. Correct. In the NL Central, they're almost the Astros. When the Cubs win their first game of the year, they should really celebrate because that might be the only game they win all year. They'll win at least four in a year? Out of 182, 162, excuse me. I feel like we're in a weird spot, too, with like Major League Baseball and NFL football and NBA basketball. Because I feel like now, in the XFL and the USFL, not good examples of this. So if you're going to bring up actual real-world examples, no. But the examples I'm going to bring up are this. There are first-round draft pick quarterbacks not currently playing. Like I'll use Jordan Love as an example. We'll talk about the Packers later. But Major League Baseball, NBA basketball, NFL football, probably not NHL hockey. It's just such a booty sport. But, but it is so fun live. Yeah. For the, oh, my goodness. Especially if you like hating people of different cultures and walks of life. It's too many Russians, that's why. The, 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 the NHL hates Pride Night. Yeah. Every team does a Pride Night, and every time the players go, I got a backache. These Russian hockey players come to our country, take all of our good bigot jobs. Right. Yeah, save it for the South, Russia. If you want to be a real bigot out there, play defense for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Sports Animal Hotline all day today, 505-246-0610. We're bumped early on Friday, is that correct, Tyler? Can you confirm that, Isotopes Baseball? Uh, Sure. Um... Not concrete answer I was looking yeah, for. We were looking for a little solidarity here. I, I, I totally know if we're bumped early on. <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll, Our schedule's a week behind. We'll explore that throughout the break. We'll make sure the friends of the show know. We're at Howie Sports Page tomorrow for opening day. Let's go. Stoked. Oh, my God. I've never been happier. I have never been happier. Tyler, you got to work tomorrow night, right? Uh, I do indeed. What are you performing? Where are you at? I'm um, performing tonight. Tomorrow I'm just working Hold up, you're performing tonight? I'm performing two shows tonight. Yeah. Shut up! That's right. Where at? I am at Revel Entertainment Center. That's doors are at 7, show at 8, and then I'm at uh, Boots and Bourbon downtown. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a fun night. Cool. Now, when you said Boots and Bourbon, you meant Bourbon and Boots. Bourbon and Boots. Yeah. Hey, no, that's easy. Not as bad as I've, been I've been calling it Burt's and Boobin. Like, it's been mm-hmm. an awful misconstruction. Burt's and Boobin is a cool I... 1980s buddy cop movie. 
I like that, right? I miss Bert's too. Which one of you would be Bert and which one of you would be Boobin? Van's Boobin, 100%. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you said Lubin. It, yeah, same. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. At the I end often of the, do that. At the end of the movie, you go, guys, it's been Lubin the whole time. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and weird, weird police dispatcher, uh, Tyler Lovely, who like is the, he's like the, the vision of the audience. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's like also doing like the constant narration. Of course. You know, like in John Wick 4, yeah. whenever they're talking about like all the, the assassins that have to hunt down John Wick 4 and then John Wick 4 has to kill them all. But there's, there's like, hey, cool cats. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, do you ever see the Warriors? Of course I've seen the Warriors. Okay, so you know in the Warriors, when that gal is on the radio the whole time, what's her name? The girl from Carmen San Diego? Correct. And she's like, she's like, Hey, the Warriors are warriory and mm-hmm. across the clown baseball players or whatever. Correct. There's a sports you, that's tie. the movie. That's the movie. Mm-hmm. So that person also exists in John Wick 4 and in this fictional movie that I just created with Tyler Lovely. Well, I mean, the voice, the overarching voice of the movie is obviously, like you mentioned, Tyler Lovely. Come and he's also, he's also the dispatcher that keeps sending us on wild goose that's chases. Correct. yeah. And we always go to the wrong spot. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, boys, I got a bad tip. Mm-hmm. And then we solve the case no matter what. And little did we know throughout the movie. It was Tyler he, the whole it time. Was Tyler the whole yep. time sending us around on these wild goose chases trying to cover his tracks. But B- Bernie and Lubin, whatever yeah. the names are. That's what it is. Yeah, Bert's Bernie and Lubin. And Lubin yeah, Burt's and Lubin. Are so skilled. It's a mix of, like, just raw natural police skills and then also just accidental dumb luck because one of us is really good at something and one of us is really bad at something a buffoon those things together a buffoon yeah you make the same slapstick mistakes but somehow it works out every time yeah and And eventually track down and at the end of the movie when you think it's all over and the crime is resolved as we're fading away from the funeral scene because someone is dead, obviously, as it's panning out wide. Yeah. There's then an actual goose being chased. Mm. And the goose is wearing like a floppy bill backwards hat, just like Tyler Lovely throughout the entirety of the movie. And, and then we're like, that's, that's the, not Tyler. Yeah, that's the goose chase all along. And then we rip his mask off and it's actually Chris Burnett. That's the whole time. <laughs> the mayor. It's always the mayor on Scooby-Doo. Oh. And it's the mayor of downtown. He would have got away with it. If it wasn't for you, Burtz and Boobin. <laughs> uh, really good drink specials. I could go to that show tonight. It's at Revel, you said? First one's at Revel. Second one is at uh, Boots and Bourbon. All right, let me see what's up. I might go to that. They get so busy. It's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Tyler's like, yeah, sure. You guys got a lot going on. Meh. Yeah, more than I got. Yeah, cool. Spring training is over, and uh, the final numbers are in. Are you ready, boys? Yes. Pitch clock shaved 26 minutes off of spring training games. Great success. Great success. Well done. I'm pulling out my calculator real quick. So you guys don't know this. Uh, most iPhones come with a uh, calculator app. Stock. I, I am so bad at math, I paid a dollar for a, for a better one. Because that's how bad I am at math. I, I can't use the regular basic calculator. I have to use... What do you got the Texas Instruments app? You're doing a little sine and cosine I, over there? I literally have the Texas Instruments app. Going off on a <clears throat> tangent, are you? It's two meanings. It's two meanings, Fred. It means two different things. That's why I said it like that. Are you ready for this? 
Nice. So if you're saving 26 minutes a game and there's 182 games, that's 4,762. I made that mistake earlier. What did I say? I want 182. Give me 200 games. All right, there's 162 games. That's 4,212 total minutes, okay? Divide that by 60 because that's how many minutes are in an hour. That gives you 70 hours that players aren't just standing on the field doing nothing. That's pretty sweet. That's incredible. That's This is the smartest move in the history of baseball. And we were at spring training. There weren't even whispers of a problem here. No. Major League Baseball lo- uh, uh, loves it. There's two people who aren't crazy about it. Okay. The person who sells commercials. Okay. And the person who sells hot dogs. Because that's 26 minutes of less of commercials. 26 minutes less of hot dogs, beer, oh, pretzels, beer. nachos, lemonade. What? Yeah. Like, just going to keep naming things? Yeah. Cracker Jack. All the vendors are going to make Peanuts. 26 minutes less money this year. What's the, what's the candy that's like uh, cotton? That one. The candy that's like cotton? Yeah. You'll never guess what it's called, what's Fred. the name of that one? It's called Cotton Candy. Cottoned Candy. Yes, and that it one. it comes in two, and sometimes, if you're special three flavors hear me out Swedish fish and when I say flavors I mean colors pink <laughs> or blue <laughs> the only all you flavor get. is sugar yeah pink or blue I do this uh I work at this university New Mexico Highlands University I'm the athletic director of communications out there do a little broadcasting for the teams so what I do is I have student workers and I bring candies for them mm-hmm. I bring gummy candies yeah 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 they still get sugar highs yeah a little dumb they're idiot kids yeah they're students for sure and they well, they're Pump not them full of sugar. They uh, work harder. They're not dummies. They're just pre-graduated. That's the same thing. Yeah, they're on, as soon as they graduate, they go from to graduated. Yeah, so slightly less dummy. They will say to me, they will say, "Hey, do you have the red ones or the blue ones?" I go, "It's all sugar. It's just sugar. It's just sugar. Figure it out." All M and M's taste the same. Those little those little candies are like when Grandma used to make you Kool Aid, and it was too much sugar because no one. You know, properly taught my grandma about nutrition. Mm-hmm. That's what those little candies taste like. Wait, what kind of candies? I have some in here. I'll give you some. I'm, I'm just curious because, like, like this. We want you might, to work harder, Tyler. This might be dependent on whether you need red or blue candy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these are the fruit, they're like fruit, tropical punch, blue raspberry, sour apple, watermelon. Those are those are not candies. What? What? This little gummy it's a thing? Fruit snack. Those are not candies. Oh, there is no fruit in there. That is candy. But that's not candy. There's it's a not line like... that must be drawn, <laughs> and fruit snacks are on one side of it, candies on another side. Whenever we get back, Tyler Lovely gives a dissertation <laughs> on the difference between candies and fruit snacks. The guy on sports on what's <laughs> uh, on worse candies that aren't actually candies. That's not a bad one. Not candy candy? Yeah, that's not a candy. <laughs> the varsity of not candy candy. Oh, I don't. Okay, I do like that. The far city of candies that aren't candies, yeah, candies yeah. that aren't actually candy. All right, Tyler. First of all, thank you for creating an I nine varsity. I feel like in the history, hey, of the that's show, your first one. Created every single one. Congratulations! <laughs> that's a big moment for Tyler. Also, I have another bag of this. So I'll bring you some thank during you. the break. Thank you. And we'll find out what the ice top schedule is. Thank you. Thank you for producing this show, Tyler. Well, are the candies red or blue? <sighs> There's three colors, I believe. No, they're one I, more than cotton candy. The bag is labeled tropical punch, blue raspberry, sour apple, and watermelon, but I believe they're all sugar. Yes. There's no way that there's four different factories that produce four different flavors of this thing. Now hold on. 
You think the lovely people is what are those great value? I don't know what you think the lovely people at Kirtland Signature or whatever have four separate factories for their fruit snacks, each flavor. There's no way. There's one moldy boy. Yes. And then that's it. It's all the same flavor. It's got one moldy boy. Yeah. And it's got one. It's got four different squirty boys. Correct. It's all the same flavor, just different color. It's just different color. Correct. If you think that fruit chew candies are different colors, you're wrong. Hold on. When flavor. we get back, we will taste test these mothers. Yeah, I will tell you. Give me one of each. I'll tell you if there's a different flavor. Mm-hmm. This one has like a like a. This one's two flavors. We've got that. They don't even bother to change the color whenever they're printing them. They just come out two colors. That's like you know when you run out of like uh, printer paper, yeah, or computer paper, and the last one is like colored different to let you know you got to change the paper. That's that one. This one. That's the last fruit snack in between the red batch and the blue batch. You know the rubber part at the bar at the end of the night after they've been pouring drinks all night and it's just filled with overflow drink. And then you suicide it? Yeah, the whatnots. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, give me two tall whatnots. A mat shot. <laughs> a what'd you call it? It's a mat shot. Mash? A mat shot. Mat? It's all the shots from the mat, the drink mat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is a good answer. I didn't think about that. What did I call it? A suicide? That's the soda drink. That's one. the soda. Yeah. Close enough. It's literally called a whatnot. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, I'm giving me a little tease. This is what it's called in the industry. If you're a friend of the show, first of all, thank you. If you're a friend of Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal, a CBS sports affiliate, KNML, here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, we're trying for you as hard as you're trying for us. And on April the 15th, we're partnering with the... New Mexico Lobos. We're going to do a big CPR event, boys. So stoked. So stoked. April 15th is already the night that we're going out with the friends of the show to WWE as they come to Rio Rancho for Saturday night main event. We'll be Mm. out there in Suite 316. Tyler, do not perform that night. You're coming with us. I don't think I'm performing that night. I know. I just told you not to. What the... Call in now. Don't wait till the last minute like I always do with everything. Don't do that. Yeah. And then also, because when you do that, this is in this profession, this is the response you get. It's not our fault you waited to the last minute, Tyler. Yeah. We don't care. The stage is my mistress. The, okay. What did, is that just something you heard someone say one time and you thought it was cool? <laughs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> is it not kind of cool? <laughs> That's not kind of cool. All right, Van, you have in front of you four um fruit chew candies do we do we all have them i have four I think we all do chris has some too okay. okay chris burnett who's learning the process uh he will be joining us on the microphone later today chris you're live with us tomorrow at howie's sports page for opening day tyler you are off steph griffin will make the show go around oh okay so van um do me a favor okay put all four of your candies into your hand right now okay wait hold on I got them lined up all pretty right here. No, I told you no. I've, I'm changing the game. Well, hold on. I'm taking a picture. It's all this. about the game and how you change it. He's, he's already done on his. <laughs> Chris did? Yeah. Yeah, it's classic Chris Burnett. Chris, what are you doing? All right, so you have the four candies. Put them in your hand and shake them up like dice, okay? Oh, Like, like okay. Andrew Dice Clay. I see what's okay? going on here. So now you keep your eyes closed. You pull you pull one up to, to your live stream camera, okay? okay. Pull one out. And you see it. I ha- I know what it is. The live stream knows what it is. Put that candies in your mouth right now, please. Okay. I'll describe it as 
Oh, sorry, man. I uh, what you do? You missed your I, mouth. I, I, didn't, I didn't. Hold up. I didn't. You idiot. I didn't. I didn't want to miss my mouth, so I opened my eyes and I saw the. There color. is a blind assassin in John Wick Four, okay, hold and up. you can't even put a gummy candy <laughs> into your mouth okay, round from two. an inch away. Here we go. All right. This is actually round one. And you see it? Yes. Okay. Here we go. How can you be so you? Okay, I, I need a- so you're processing the candy right now. Yep. Swishing it around my mouth, All trying right. to be a little sommelier with it, you know? A little what? It's a wine taster. Okay. Um. Can you hear me smacking on air? Yep. They're very gummy. All right. That tastes red. Red is not an option. <laughs> that one is tropical punch. I mean. Let me taste my red and tell you if that's correct. I think you got that one right. Yeah, yeah he did. He really did. <laughs> one for one, baby. Right. Let's go. All right. So also process of elimination is a factor in this one. It, it's, yeah, it's cheatery. Yeah, so it's going to be in cheatery. So if you get this next one, you're basically going to get the rest of them. It's getting easier. So okay. if you get this one right, it is over. You got them all right. Eyes closed. Okay. All right. Flavor in the camera. Yep, you're presenting to the world. Okay, here we go. All right. Now as you're t- – all right, so I noticed you put this one straight to the gums. As before, you were – Dipping it. Yeah, you you went straight to the chew and the tongue twist, but not here. You're gumming it up real good. All right. All right, a little indecision. I can see it in your eyes. All right, these are different flavors. Now, also, for the friend of the show, while Van is chewing, he, for some reason, still has his eyes closed, even though the candy is in his mouth. We'll see. I <laughs> The other candy's, e- like, eclipsed by the fingers of a closed fist. So I'm, I'm heightening my sense of taste by uh-huh. dimming my... Sense of sight. Uh, does that I even even on the microphone while I was chewing? Somalia. I turned it down. Okay, that you the, turned the, your own headphones down so I could chew. so I could not hear you. <laughs> if I could not hear you, then my <laughs> my ears are turned down and my tongue is turned up. Turned down for what? Long ago, somebody left with yep. the cup. Anyways, uh, that's unmistakably blue. That's a blue one. All right, Van did it, hundred percent. Okay, wow. okay, I'm impressed. These aren't M and M's. These are different flavors. All right, so there's okay. no reason to continue, but. Okay. I'm 50-50 on the last one. Could get one wrong. I'm 100% impressed. Thank you. Fake red and fake blue are pretty distinguishable. Those two are probably the, on both ends of the spectrum. I think you lucked out. Okay. If you had pulled up watermelon. Here's a green. That's sour apple. Sour apple? All right. I taste sour apple yeah. These are four separate flavors. So these are actually really good gummy candies. Yeah, you're, this is strong work. All right, if you out there are a friend of the show and you own like a business or whatever... Go buy a package of these things and just give them to all your employees. Do this exact same test. Send it to us at TalkABQ. Mm-hmm. It's it, amazing to me the amount of favor that little gummy candies will buy you from people. Snacks. They're definitely fruit snacks. You think, it's, <laughs> you think it's the little candies or do you think it's the gesture? Just showing someone that you care, that you're thinking about them. I think it's that one. It goes a long way, doesn't it? And when I give them to people, I set it like on their desk in front of them and then I puff it like a pillow in a hotel. And I'm like, here you go. And these are, these are high-key delicious. There's a lot of sugar in here, but they're actually delicious. So good job, Walton family. The number because one. Of, because of these gummies, I have more faith in the Denver Broncos next year. I think they're going to have a better season yeah. than I anticipated. Well, they have a grass great field. Great values gummy game is so strong. I saw a thing in Vegas today where teams with grass fields are favored to win more games than teams with artificial turfs. Vegas is is on one, dude. It's insane. It's insane. First of all, 
Why are we putting out futures before the draft? What? Yeah. That's crazy to me. How much are they going to change after the draft? They have to change a million times over. Aaron Rodgers does not get traded until after the draft. Aaron Rodgers will not be Green Bay Packer. He said that on Pat McAfee last week. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it a ton because Thursday and Friday we were off for basketball. And then you were cool guy Van on Monday, which I had to spend all of yesterday trying to correct the ship here because you basically turned this thing into an iceberg. And I was right. I was like, cool guy Van, right ahead. So I had to save us. Much like these uh, gummies. I was on some edibles. It's so much they were significantly stronger than these gummies. You were not cool. I was cooler than the other side of the pillow, baby. The pillow is what happens when you set this package of gummies down in front of someone. It creates a little pillow. A little tap, tap. Yeah, like a little Barbie doll size oh. pillow. Tap, tap. A little, a little uh, what, what's the tall G.I. Joe called? The tall G.I. Joe? Yeah, like the one that's like a foot tall. Is that just called G.I. Joe? Not the three-inch one. the original G.I. Joe. The original G.I. Joe? Yeah. The original G.I. Joes were like Barbies. The 26 minutes from these games that we're talking about, I don't think a ton of people are going to notice the shortened game, like if you go to a game. We went to several spring training games. If you go to a game, you're not going to notice the 26 minutes shaved. What you are going to notice is the pace. Right. The pace feels... You're not going to want to get up and go grab another beer. It's kind of like that. Yeah. You still got the same amount of commercial breaks in between innings. You do. Yeah. When we've talked about this, too, at length, there is a decorum. There is a proper, there's a best practice. There is a social contract to going to games. Don't get up during the inning. Don't get, don't do these. And all these things would just happen all the time because you have no idea how long you're going to be there. Yeah. Now you do. Now you do. Now, this happened in minor league baseball last year as well, and teams ended up figuring it out, and the games ended up being a little bit longer. But Major League Baseball don't care about that. Major League Baseball only cares about one thing, the bag. Yeah. Not first base, not second base, not third. Congratulations on all these rule changes to try to appease a viewer that's not going to care any more or any less about baseball this year. True. That's so true. They're making these rule changes for people that won't like baseball anymore because now there's rule changes. I just didn't like it. Baseball is just fine. That's cool that, like, I don't have to sit around and watch Nomar Garcaparra play with his gloves for half an hour. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay. I like the, the pace of the action. I don't care about the length of the game. Well, we've talked about this before on the program. The NFL is a 60-minute game that takes three and a half hours. Can we – this is a – you've made this, po- this point. It's a very good take. Can you give it to me when we get back from the break? Deal. Because it deserves more than the time we have allotted here. I want to finish these fruit snacks anyways. Also, I have another angle involving golf, and I think we're about to break radio with the brilliance we're about to deliver. Let's go. This is not a lovely – uh, I blew a punchline there about Tyler Lovely. It's all right. You got more chances. Guys. You got another two and a half hours. I, just, I got a lot going on. I just normally I'm more dialed in. This is fine. It's you, fine. You've been lot, doing great so far. What was the cool Don't Van Luke? so hard on yourself. Cool Van Luke really upset just me. Just because you got your glasses on today. Like so, you're going oppo of cool. Like Tyler, you're going really hard the other way with it. Tyler, I, I, I blew a contact out last night and then I just moved into a new place. I couldn't find my replacement contacts. I had to put on my Clark Kent's. I'm over here looking like Tina Fey. 
Like I'm like I'm like in a I'm like Oppo Chris Burnett with these like hard black frames over here. You I like know. Well read softball coach today, Fred. Think Bizarro Burnett was sitting across from me. <laughs> I literally went to trim my beard so I wouldn't look as much like Chris Burnett. I went before <laughs> the show today. <laughs> what are you like the nemesis of downtown? Like you the opposite of Burnett? Bizarro Burnett. Yeah. The anti hero of downtown. You two look like you know your way around some Sudoku. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh huh. I just like to turn the Twilight Zone on yeah. and do my puzzles. <laughs> where where'd the Nasdaq index end up today, Fred? Up. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Hi, right, Ben. You were talking before the break. I often do. <laughs> Go ahead and continue. Would you like me to continue, Fred? Yeah, yes. You've been in this game a long time. <laughs> so here's the problem that people don't understand about baseball and how long it takes. Yeah. Good, good, hey, good on MLB trying to bring in some casual fans and increasing the action, increasing pace of play, increasing stolen bases. Like, I get it. It's going to make the game funner, more active. Good try. We appreciate it. But there's a core problem with doing this. Friend of the show, loyal listener, you heard this before, but I'm going to scream it from the top of the Sandia Mountains. NFL football is a 60-minute game that takes three and a half hours. NBA basketball, 48-minute game that takes three hours. NHL hockey, 60-minute game that takes three hours. Baseball is a three-hour game that takes three hours. This is the length that baseball is supposed to be whether it's two and a half hours or ends up being two hours and 45 minutes this year, they sped it up a little bit, more action, great, I get it. But all these other sports, no one's complaining about how long it takes to watch a game. You know, we this is another thing we talked about on this program. Watching an NFL game takes three and a half hours. The clock is 60 minutes. But the actual action during an NFL game Average is about 13 minutes. There's actually only 13 minutes of people running around doing stuff in a 60-minute NFL game that takes three and a half hours to watch. Because the NFL product is a TV product. It's not an in-person product. Is that what you're describing? Sure. Okay. That's, a, that's an element to it. But baseball is a three-hour game that takes three hours. It's unique in that aspect that, hey, that's how long it takes to play a baseball game. You can. I would have watched. If you wanted to speed up action in the NFL, have less commercials, have less timeouts. Sure. You could, if you really wanted to, you could make an NFL game two hours or under, including halftime. You I would, have that a pit. You have that option. Understand. Same thing with NBA. Same thing with NHL. Those are the games that you can make last not as long. Baseball really isn't one of them. I don't think it's about the length, though. I think it's about the pace. And I can't say that enough times over. I went and watched John Wick 4 the other day, two hours and 49 minutes. Uh huh. Felt like it was a blink of the eye. Sure. It's the greatest film ever shot by human beings. Yeah. All time. Some. I mean, that's your John Wick 4. It's 4, right? F well, it's John Wick 4. Okay. Jo your John Wick 4. 
can be somebody's crocheting. It could. can be yeah. somebody's reading a book. But it's definitely could be no- somebody's painting the garage. It is nobody's Avatar 2. Oh, I, I, I'm not even going to watch it. Two hours and 49 minutes of garbage. Yeah, I've seen Fern Gully. Correct. Keep that Avatar garbage out of my house. And that's what this conversation is, where I will watch anything as long as I'm entertained. I am the Russell Crowe of being entertained. Like like shiny objects make you entertain like a crow? No, while I'm watching, I go, are you in not entertained? Oh, that's what I always do. Not like a crow, like picking up shiny objects on a sidewalk. To collect? Yeah. Like cigarette butts? Correct. No. Okay. But. Cigarette. Golf is the one. Golf is the one that is four hours, and everyone wants it to be four hours, because you get to do what? Not hang out with your wife. Take naps. You get to take naps. Yeah. Are you talking about watching or playing? Watching. Okay, watching, sure. Now, the problem with golf, though, and this happened just last weekend, is match play. Match play is boring and garbage and stupid, and the thing is over before the thing is over. Luckily, match play is like... It's good the first day. It's curling in the Olympics. Only happens once a, once a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So golf fans are like, oh, sweet. It's that one weekend where but there's not, match play. And I don't have to watch it the rest of the year. But, hey, come Sunday, they're not like that. They're like, what do you mean this thing is over two hours ago and the guys playing don't matter? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care if... If they get the bag for a million bucks or seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, yeah. they're all they're all my millionaires anyways. It don't sure. matter. What's more than a millionaire? That's what these golfers are. Multi millionaire. Millionaire. Okay. That's you can keep me entertained and engaged as long as you have a good product. You and I and Chris Burnett are going to two days of WrestleMania, and they will give us a seat, and we won't sit in it the entire time. We'll be on the edge of it, or are you standing up yelling? Both. I don't know how it works. We'll You're going to have to walk me through it. We'll be, we'll be standing on the edge of it. Okay. Yeah. That seems dangerous. Yeah, but at a pro wrestling show, it should be fine. Yeah. You're very large, and I'm very fragile. We Neither of us should be doing yeah, it. Yeah, but what about The Undertaker? Is he still in the game? Uh, don't you mess with me right now. I'm not. Hey, wa- hey watch this, everyone. Is he like 130? Hey, friend of the show, watch this. Van. Yeah. What's the first match of WrestleMania? Because you told me yesterday, <laughs> I wouldn't have known otherwise. Yep, what is it, Van? Uh, it's John Cena <laughs> versus the big Umami. That's okay. You're very close. It's Austin what, what Theory it? for the United States Championship. Get a special guest when we get back. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Joining us on the program, friend of the show on the Sports Animal Hotline, Kim Kirshen of Locker 505. Kim, welcome. Thank you. And how are you guys? Doing well, Good. friend. Good. Good. It's nice to hear your voices. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's our thing. That's our thing. We do our voices. It'd be better if I could see you in person, yes, but it is nice to hear your voices. You'd see me in my Clark, Clank, my, my Clark Kent glasses because I, I, I blew out a contact, so I'm, I'm over here looking like nerd, oh. I'm nerd Fred today. Do you think they would be fashionable like the Locker 505 fashion show this Saturday night, or excuse me, this Sunday, April 2nd, 2023? 
I think you'd look great in them. I think we should get them for everybody. The, I mean, you could probably get these off like a off a nerd website. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any Dollar Tree. You could everybody wear them. It could be, you know, if you Fred, go, the Fred look. If you go to crispernet.com slash nerd, uh, these glasses are up there for sale. So there you go. Okay. Gotcha. What's up? Yeah, so- no, we're having our fashion show again. Um, we have seven designers this year. Um, everything from athletic wear to theatrical wear. Ooh. Theatrical wear? So, ah. Like yeah. a Batman costume? So, well, we have a guy coming from Denver, and that's what he's known for, is theatrical wear. And so I guess it's very dramatic and, and that type of thing. So my thought is everything from something somebody would really wear in the street to oh, streetwear. something maybe, yeah. I don't like streetwear. We've had this talk a lot on the program. I don't like urban wear. Any, yeah, I, you know. Anything from a, uh, anything from Mugatu's derelict line? Your question, derelict. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, fine. Been a good get though if you would have got that. It is this. I up, know that would have been awesome. This upcoming Sunday, it's the ninth annual fashion show. It's going to be very good. Tickets are still available. It's over there at the Sheraton. What's it costing it in, Kim? Fifty bucks, but that also includes. You know, we have a dessert buffet and a bunch of appetizers and stuff, so we try to feed you pretty well. Um, There is a cash bar. Um, And then, you know, we have a silent auction and some of that other fun stuff. We have two seats for you two um, if you choose to come, if you're in town. So uh, Bad news, we're out of town again. Are you really? Yeah. WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it's WrestleMania. You guys kill me. I what? think you do this on purpose. What was it last year? Coachella? I think I was at Coachella last year. Yeah. Well, and also, I yeah. I heard a rumor that um, Beyonce was having another baby, so I was just on Twitter that whole day. Huh. Yeah. Oh. So I think what I need to do is check your schedules before we schedule this. Next oh, time. we're so inconsequential. It's for the kids. But People I'll, want to support the is. kids, not see Van and Fred. Well, our kids. well and this year... We have a $10,000 matching grant that we're trying to meet. Ooh, so nice. We're very excited about that. We just found out about that. So if people uh, can't make it but they want to donate, they can go to our website, www.walker505.org, and donate and uh, help in that way, too. So there, there are other ways to help if you can't make the fashion show on this Sunday. Tyler, in addition to silent auctions... I'm ready to see your ears perk up. They have mystery bags. Ooh. Yeah. What yeah. What could possibly be in these mystery bags, Kim? And tell Tyler it's not what he's thinking. It's not what you're thinking, Tyler. Oh, Sorry. Man. Man. Um, they are $10, and anything you get is at least worth $10, but could be worth up to $100. And it's everything from gift cards to jewelry to other fun stuff and sometimes a combination of a gift card and a gift and stuff. So you at least get your $10 back. If not, maybe something worth up to a hundred dollars. That's a hell of a gamble. Well, what I would do is I'd pay $50 to get in. Then I would pay another $50 to buy five mystery bags. And then because I've just recently learned about hedging my bets, Mm -hmm. I would walk out a big winner. Bing, bang, boom. Bob's your uncle. Look at that. Doors open at 2. The event is from 3 to 5 at the Sheraton. Uh, it is an absolute banger of an event. You guys obviously are doing a lot of cool stuff over there with they. As the kids are coming in for the spring, Kim, are you giving out a lot of baseball stuff? Is there a lot of, like, do you guys do 
anything that's like sports centric around the baseball time of year or is or is it still just more business as usual? No, we you know we always try to get some uh, jerseys in, some different things in for the kids, and we kind of put those out you know in front. So you know when it's football season, we'll have one thing. You know we'll have football stuff. Right now we've got some isotope stuff out. Love it. Um, of course, um, they're big partners of ours as well. So we've got some stuff and some stuff from U and M baseball. Well, U and M counts now as baseball because they lead the nation in batting average for D one programs. Are you kidding me? We're a baseball powerhouse. Isn't that awesome? It's well, crazy. As, as you guys know I'm a baseball mom and always have been. So this is my season of the year. So I'm I'm watching it all right now, kind of like Van. Okay. Oh, you know I don't miss a second of baseball action. Kim, aside from the Locker 505 Fashion Show, you guys don't stop taking donations. What are you guys looking for right now, and where can the friends of the show drop it off? So we big-time need our bottoms, meaning jeans and sweats, for kids' sizes like 10 to about 14, 16. And that's both boys and girls, and either jeans, sweats, or shorts. We're really low on bottom, the bottom half of the body right now. <laughs> I know, I know you guys. I set you up. Go ahead. Thank you. No, I, I suppressed like 17 jokes right there. <laughs> I have no doubt you did. But we'd love for people to come out. It's a great afternoon, whether it's for a couple or, you know, your your best friend or whatever. Tickets, you can go on our website and get them pretty darn easy. Um, and we'd love to have people out and uh, see some of these fun designs and hear about everything we do at Locker 505. Kim Kirshen, thank you so very much, friend. Yes, thank you. You guys have a blast this weekend. No other option. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Kim. Bye. I don't know if I could be more pumped about a weekend. We're at WrestleMania. All the friends of the show are helping Locker 505. I don't have to see Tyler till Monday. Ouch. Sean Mary, hey Sean Merriman joining us on Monday. I don't know. If, I didn't even think I told you that off air yet. No, about time. Yeah, Sean Merriman joining us on Monday. Lights out boxing is a big new event coming up. It's like we got three straight days of Super Bowls. Yeah, or three out of four days of Super Bowls. Also, we're supposed opening to- day my Super Bowl, WrestleMania two days your Super Bowl. This is exciting. Also, Sean Merriman texted me today. We're supposed to hang out in L.A. over the weekend. I forgot to tell you. You've been busy. It's okay. Been busy. Communication has been poor the last 48 yeah. hours, but it's okay. Chris Burnett, learn about your Chargers info. Got to be ready for the weekend. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Hey! Sports Animal. Tomorrow's opening day. Come hang out with the boys at Howie Sports. <laughs> yes. Again, I didn't get permission for this whatsoever, but I'm saying it out loud again. Free glizzies. Glizzies on the house for opening day. When's the first pitch or the first game tomorrow? I believe it's 11.05 a.m. Mountain. Well, we won't be there till what? One-ish, maybe? Us? Yeah. As close to 11.05 Mountain as possible. As early as possible. I hate missing any action from opening day, but duty calls. 
Brock Purdy, the 49ers' top quarterback, doesn't even count against their salary cap van. That is so sweet. Purdy's very small cap hit of 889000 is the 52nd highest on the team. By rule, only the top 51 cap hits count against the cap in the offseason. What did I just say out loud? They have a quarterback that won six games in a row against quality NFL teams, and he doesn't even cost against the salary cap? They got a rookie. Mr. Irrelevant, and he's basically free. This is me and you. This is the opposite of Aaron Rodgers on your salary cap. Me and you do this all the time. We talk about our differences, and this is one of them. You're talking about specifics. I'm talking about concepts, man. I will gladly be on the practice squad for $889,000. I will do it. I'll bite the bullet. With my fragile knees, I would prefer to be on the practice squad. Do you think I could take a tackle from Bobby Wagner? Who? He's a he's a middle linebacker, Fred. Never most heard important him. position on the field. Says who? Me just now. Do you say Brian Erlocker? Earl Locker or Lacker? Yeah. Okay. Lamar Jackson's like, pay me all the money. And NFL owners are like, there are guys out here making nine hundred thousand dollars, dude. We don't even pay this guy. Yeah. He's way better than you. Did you see the end of the season? Did you see how he won two playoff games? Yeah. Almost three. Hey, you know what we're excited to do? Draft some guy. Mm -hmm. Because look how much they cost. Nothing. That's why we're going to go to more teams. That's why we're going to have 40 NFL teams. You remember when Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, got stood up once again by his father? The Freshest Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith? Why don't he want me, Uncle Phil? It's not your fault. Why don't he want me? It's not your fault. That is the NFL to Lamar Jackson. The NFL is the Fresh Prince's father, and Lamar Jackson is the Fresh Prince. So the, why is nobody Brock, wants him? Why is Brock Purdy DJ Jazzy Jeff the best one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing the Carlton all the way to the NFC Championship. Tyler, are you getting any of these references? I'm actually feeling these ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, this is a story all about how. Go on. Brock Purdy's life got flipped, turned upside down. Mm-hmm. He'd like to become a free agent and sign anywhere, but the 49ers drafted him very last overall, and now he's stuck with 900 grand. <laughs> That's the story. Stuck with 900 grand. You know how many super sweet endorsements he's going to get who mr irrelevant to the salary cap yeah he doesn't even count on his team's salary cap moving forward it is amazing if i'm nfl team i'm only drafting quarterback in the sixth and seventh round just only in case. just in case just in case sit there young blood it's sit, it's sit right a, there young blood it's a lottery ticket it's a super cheap lottery ticket all these first-round mm-hmm. busts that happen every year, what did we figure out? Is like 78% of first-round busts, of first-round quarterbacks are busts. And people are like, what's your plan here? And like, what's your financial plan? Yeah. Like, I don't know, win the lottery? 100% of goats in the NFL are six-round picks. There you go. What? Yes. <laughs> That's math. 100%. Of goats in the NFL 
hundred percent of the greatest of all time is a six rounder. Okay, I'll buy that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm wearing my Clark Kent glasses today, but joining us is Bruce Wayne. Wayne, welcome to the show, friend of the show, Hotline Sports Animal Hotline. Yeah, hello. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. I think uh, I agree. It just shows that the, how the how bad the scouting combine can be. I mean, you, you measure all these like specific attributes and things like that, but sometimes it's hard to really measure work ethic and heart and determination and sure. kind of how, Bruce how they Wayne. really respond or they, even their football IQ. And I think they do that whole testing, but I don't think it really uh, factors into true football IQ. And I, and I think uh, I think the reason why nobody's really jumping on Lamar is I think he's Italian. I think he's fragile. Uh, <laughs> nice. But he really wants to pick him up. Sorry, man. Was no, pop me. Story, you you pop me but, on that one. Uh, <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, I don't think that. I think that. I mean, he's. I don't think he's really finished a full season yet. I think that's kind of hard to really put a, a lot of money into somebody who's. But that, I mean, that just shows for him too. Like he wasn't really a high draft pick too. He was projected to not really be a great quarterback either. And then just shows he he is a great athlete. He just it's hard for him to stay on the field, and it's hard for someone to commit that type of money to someone who's not really sure. I mean, if you get if you get Lamar Jackson, you need to make sure you have a really good backup that kind of has the same attributes so that you can stick around that you can stick with that same offensive scheme uh if you're going to keep him if you're going to have him as a quarterback because uh if you have a backup that he's definitely most likely going to play i don't mind as your quarterback and i don't need to make sure oh, that scheme works for that backup i think we're losing you're, a little cut, you're bit. cutting out a little bit yeah we're going to ride on that though i i don't mind telling you wayne that the only season Lamar Jackson played a full season in his career. He won the MVP. If there's any way you think that you can keep this dude healthy, you throw all your money into an offensive line that you're not paying Lamar Jackson. Keep him healthy. He is one for one in seasons that he's played all 17 games, and he won an MVP. You, you got to give that guy a chance. I understand if this is business. This isn't NFL talent. This is business, what the NFL's well, doing it's, to Lamar Jackson. It's the devil you know is what it is. Because the devil you know is worth $260 million. The devil you don't know, you can get for insanely less, but you don't know. Brock Purdy. And Bruce Wayne was talking about, by the way, big fan of when Wayne calls. Sure. Okay. Brings the heat every Brings time. Brings the heat. By the way, these scouting combines, they're not just the 40-yard line dashes and Deion Sanders' reaction to it on a broadcast. Yeah. It's not just how many reps you can get at 325 or whatever. It's not just the high jump. Yeah. They have these dudes sleeping in hotels on pressure blankets, and they got video cameras in their bedrooms. Right. And they're literally doing wonder licks. Doing, yeah. Say doing one early. Asking up until this year, asking if your mother was a prostitute. The, <laughs> I mean, all, you're only talking about on the record, though. Yeah. Because they, they literally follow these dudes around. Literally follow them around. They're like, how much time was this dude on his cell phone all day? Yep. When he was on his cell phone, what apps was he on? When he was on those apps, what was he doing? When he was eating, was he balancing out his food correctly? When he was not eating, why wasn't he eating? Yeah. When he was in the restroom, did he spend more time? I'm not joking. 
No, every single every yeah. single moment of your day is analyzed. Does he sleep eight hours a day? If he does, is it healthy sleep? If it's not healthy sleep, is there something we can do? Is he coachable to do the things outside the field? This is the scouting combine. It's like, hey, racehorses? No. Like race, super racehorses. And HBO, you can have this one for free. Mm-hmm. Hard Knocks Combine. Ugh. I'd be all over that. Hey, because the Bears ain't going to do Hard Knocks. You see this? Uh-uh. Oh, no. They said no? They said no. They're one of the teams that are contractually obligated to do it. Yeah, and they're like, and we'll ruin it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the NFL, Like they've ruined the future of their program? Program? What do you... Franchise? Oh, okay. Sorry. That makes way more... Whatever. Well, I mean, there's a big difference there. Yeah, the Bears were like, yeah, we want, uh, we want nothing to do with you. And if you make us, we'll ruin it. And That's H- sweet. Good for them. And HBO. So, all right, so here's what they did. They sent a fax. Like, HBO was like, hey, we're going to do Hard Knocks with you. And they sent a fax just like Michael Jordan. And it said, nah. Nah, fam. Yeah. And then <laughs> HBO sent a fax back. And it said, get bent. And then here comes HBO. You do it with the Jets. If you're going to do Hard Knocks, you do it with the Jets. That's the one. That's going to be the most compelling storyline. Super compelling. When does Aaron Rodgers show up? Does he show up sober? Is he still tripping on ayahuasca when he walks into the training room? What's going on? Does he make all the rookies get inoculated? Also, I don't remember if this is real, but I think it was the Bears. The Bears is the one NFL organization to where if you're like, at those open practices as a fan and you like take like a video clip or if you take like photos and, and post them on social media, the bears are like cease and desist. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? You losers. And I get that. Every team is like, we don't want to be on hard knocks. That's what you say publicly. Like you just say that. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. But I, hey, you the, see the Lions bump this year? It's the biggest bump of all time. Killed it. They absolutely crushed it. They gained so many fans, including this guy. The first eight games where all they did was lose, lose, lose no matter what. I was like, oh, this is sad. I like Dan Campbell. If Jordan Love doesn't look like the third straight Hall of Fame quarterback for the Packers, I'm just jumping ship. Going with, I'm riding with Dan Campbell. Give me Dan Campbell. They should just put the Cowboys on a hard knocks every single year. I'm a big fan of the women in Aiden Hutchinson's family. Like I could I could I could be a Lions fan. Eventually hard knocks will hit too one time. Because every team that's on hard knocks is a booty team that'll have no chance of doing anything. Lions kind of got close this year. Kind of. Yeah. The Jets can. The Saints might. Bears and Commanders won't. They'll be like, it's revolutionary. We're doing two hard knocks. You, we would, you and I would watch them back to back on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. We would watch the really bad one with the Bears and the really good one with the Jets. I would watch the ever living expletive deleted out of the Jets hard knocks. That would be so great. Tyler, tell me if I'm using this sentence correctly. When NFL teams say that hard knocks is a distraction. That's boomer talk. Yeah, no cap, man. Okay. Thank you. I knew I had it. I knew I had it. Neither of us have caps on today. 
the Bears are like, what if we accidentally get some fan interest? They already have like a top five passionate fan base. The Bears? With having zero results. The Bears? Yes, they do. No, they do not. Yes, they do. You're an idiot. Uh, Yes, that's also true, but it's true what I said about the Bears. The Dallas Cowboys, number one. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers, number two. Not bad. The Oakland, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Raiders, number three. Bears are equal to the Raiders. No. The New England Patriots, number four. Since Tom Brady. Yep. That, if you were going to be the guy that's like the last 20 years only, 20 years counts. Okay, 20 years. The Bears haven't done a thing since 85. I know, and they still have a ton of fans. The, they don't have more than, and I'm going to give you a couple of them, Miami Dolphins, the Los Angeles False. Rams. False. And the only two. The Philadelphia only two, Eagles. The only two, you, Philadelphia's niche. The only two you can add to your first four, Packers and Steelers. After that, boom, Bears slot in. The right Bears there. are a hard top 15. They're maybe one of the 15th most favored teams. Six or seven. D- there's no way. Did you hear my list? Yeah, it's wrong. It is correct. To you, and that's fine. Hold up. I'm the masses. I am sports fandom. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Hair. A lot of hair. Had a hot chick. A lot more hair. Super hot chick. Climbs buildings. Okay, I could climb a building. Better teeth. Well, that's that's not my fault. His diet's really good. I I have to eat junk food. (laughs) I drink coffee every day. Yeah. Well, anyways, I hope they put them on there, and I hope they ruin it. The Jets. It. it should be the Jets. It should be the Jets. If it's not the Jets, they're messing up. Especially when they fail to get Aaron Rodgers in true Jets fashion. And you got to see the team, air quotes, support the MILF hunter, Zach Wilson. Do fan bases like to watch their team on hard knocks? Or is it like one of those, oh, man, we are losers? Both. It's both. You come in with a level of excitement. Because, like, hard knocks kind of exposed the internal struggles and problems of teams, except for the Cowboys year. Never, ever. The Cowboys year was just a 10-episode commercial for NFL football. Correct. Other years, it's like, oh, there's some internal strife. Oh, I see the beef. What's going on? Yeah, but then... It kind of exposes the issues of a, of running a franchise. Didn't they fire Aaron Glenn in, like, five minutes last year? With the Lions? Don't recall. I do. Yeah? Because he was like the, I'm the coach who talks a lot. And then the mm-hmm. team sucked for eight games. Then they replaced him. Those last nine games, did they end up nine and eight or whatever? they? I don't remember what the Lions ended up. It don't matter. They were crushing it. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. You can't be crushing it if you you start the game without winning. If you play two months without winning a game, you're not crushing it. They were picked to win three games, and they're one game away from the playoffs. Oh, so they lost. That's a good year. No. A good year. They crushed it on hard knocks. They crushed it on hard knocks, gained all types of fans, had a horrible start to the season, traded away their best player, and went on a run the second half. That is a good season. By the way, it's not a good season for the New England Patriots. It's not a good season for the San Francisco 49ers. It is a upper echelon fantastic season for the Lions. 
a good season was the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, here we go. It was a good season for State Farm Insurance. All right, I don't care about preseason. All right, here we go. They lost the opener. They beat the Washington Guardians. Lost, 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 lost. They beat the Packers because the Packers are garbage and booty. They beat the Bears. They're only beating the crappy NFC North. That's their whole thing. You play the games on your schedule. Beat the Giants, which everyone in the whole league should have. Lost the Bills. Beat the Jaguars. Oh, you know what was the one? They won eight out of their last nine games. That's fantastic. That's what I'm But against nobody. If you beat the Packers and you beat the Bears, God, they lost to the garbage Panthers, dude. No, this is a sucky. They, they suck. They don't have any good players. Their coach sucks. Goff sucks. Swift sucks. I like that wide receiver. What's his name? They beat three playoff teams in the second half of the season. Who were they? That's good. There are teams in the playoffs. Were they all NFC ones? Because those don't count. They're all terrible. They beat the Giants. Sucked. Jacksonville Jaguars. Did those make the playoffs? Minnesota How'd Vikings. They do? How'd they do when they got there, Van? Uh, they all made the playoffs. <laughs> you can't play the Kansas City Chiefs every week, Fred. That'd be a very, that'd be a, a quite the dilemma for the NFL scheduler. The Detroit Lions play the Chiefs 17, game, 17 times. Only the Chiefs had a good season last season. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered, of course, by the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Lunch is at the 66 Diner. Cheeseburger and a milkshake. You already know I'm going to eat that every single day. That's why King Kong's got uh, dental on me. That's why. Also... Don't forget the weekend is for New Mexico with Vodka Teller Vodka. We're at Howie's Sports Page tomorrow for opening day of baseball. Let's freaking go. Man is getting strong and evolve strong. 95.9 FM AM 610. Three sports animal. All right, Tyler. Just telling you how the Philadelphia Eagles are more important than. The Chicago Bears, obviously, it goes without saying. Right. Here's how I know. Okay. The NFL tweeted on Instagram today. What's it called when you put something on Instagram? It's not called a tweet. What's that called? It's called something when you gram it. Yeah, they post it. (laughs) You know, you're the cool one, Tyler. Okay? Tyler, you're the one that's supposed to know the cool stuff. I know, man. I let you down. So the Eagles today... They said, to the tune of 600,000 likes, Philadelphia Eagles, Kelly Green uniforms are coming back. Let's go. Get the drip out. Get the drip out. Also, if you're familiar with the logo of this show, we have a little Kelly Green on it. You know what we don't have? Boring, stupid Chicago Bear orange and blue. Woo-hoo. See, I like the orange and blue. I'm not gonna no, lie. you do not. I kind of do a little Name bit one other combination of orange and blue where you're like, I'm about this life. Sherbert. What? Sherbert. Rainbow Sherbert. Bert said to Ernie, Ernie, you want some ice cream? Ernie said, Sherbert. Wow. <laughs> wow. You want to use that one on your set tonight? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Steal that one. Can I put that one on at Revel? That's a closer. Uh, Sherbert. <laughs> 
The Bears will never be like, hey, we had a cool throwback. No one cares about that. It's true. I'm refreshing this Instagram page. Okay, 700,000 likes now. I don't know if that's true, but you get the point I'm trying to make here. <sighs> There's a couple of those teams. The Dolphins have a throwback like that. The Eagles, the Dolphins. Those unis. You can hate the Eagles, and you're like, oh, these are the unis. Didn't the Jets have Kelly Green, too, for a while? That would be the look. I mean, you can't put them out there at the same time. Can't go green on green. Everyone knows that. But if you are a Jets fan, you're like in shambles. You're like, what about our Kelly Green? Give me mine. That's the thing that matters in this game. I love the game on the field. It's the culture that surrounds the game. It's the looks of the game. I don't wear a lot of sports gear. I wear a lot of pro wrestling gear. I don't wear a lot of sports gear. If I do, I want to do something cool and throw back the new Eagles logo, which isn't even new anymore. It's from like the early 2000s. It's, it sucks. I mean, it sucks. That's why they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> Kelly Green. What does Kelly Green even mean? What does that come from? How is Kelly a name of a color? What is the origin of Kelly Green? That's what it is called, Kelly Green, right? I think it's Kelly Green. It's Kelly Green. Okay, so I figured it out. Apparently, Kelly is a common Irish family name. So it's low-key kind of a racist thing. It's, it's like Irish Green. Reminiscent of the lush green Irish landscape, also commonly associated with the colors of St. Patrick's Day, as true middle green, Kelly Green is the color of renewal, nature, and energy, as opposed to the color of the Chicago Bears, which is dread, despair, and demise. I'm into it. Chicago Bears. Also, if you let, like, fan bases vote on what, like, the color, like, hey, hey uh, we need uh, what our permanent jerseys are. No Philadelphia Eagles fan is voting for the current set. They want to throw back and go back. I think every yeah, the throwback is in right now. It's super in. Mm -hmm. The only one that's ever been improved in the history of any professional sport is the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Arizona Diamondbacks right now is better than the OG Arizona Diamondbacks. Do you remember when the Charlotte became the Bobcats for some reason? The Charlotte Hornets logo? Is how you picked up chicks in the 90s. I know. I knew a chick in the 90s. <laughs> Trust me on this. This was tested once. Once. And I know this about fashion. I didn't believe it when I was a kid. And my mother would say, it'll come back around. My bell bottoms would be cool. I didn't believe that as a kid. I was like, mom, you don't know anything. If me and you were to go walk down the street right now, dressed as, as Marty McFly, we would look fly. <laughs> we would be the fit in downtown ABQ. If you came in here dressed with a hoverboard Duh. and you had some tall Max, like you had the Nike, the, the tall, you know, those Acid wash jeans, uh -huh. the red life preserver. Yep, a too high of a backpack situation. That's what I'm saying. Yep. What once was old is always cool again. 
like the Kelly Green Philadelphia Eagles old uni throwbacks that should be perma because the Chicago Bears suck. You still on this Bears thing? This is a new thing. Oh, what's the new thing? Philadelphia says they're going to bring back the Kelly Green for the Eagles. They should. Yes, because they're better. Every every team should have throwbacks. Except for the Bears because their throwbacks are stupid. Their throwbacks are the exact same jersey. That's the point. Yeah. They did nothing for so long. And look, nothing. It's like when Ned Flanders couldn't figure out how to how to get out of debt. He's like, we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. When he was a beatnik. When he was beatnik Ned Flanders. Same thing with the Packers. They had to fake their throwbacks. Oh, yeah, with the circle on them? Yeah. That was stupid. That's not real. It's not real. Yeah. The only thing real in the world of sports is high fashion. Stirrups, slap. Love it. I'm, you know I am a knickers and high socks guy for every sport. Tyler, do you know why stirrups exist? Stirrups? No. Okay, because in old-timey days, wool socks, uh, players would sweat, and then the color from the socks would get onto their ankles, and it would dye their little ankly boys. So that's why stirrups are a thing. That's real. Hmm. White socks don't die. They don't. They still have the same team name. Shoeless Joe. He had shoes the whole time. Isn't that weird? <sighs> it's cool to get a nickname, but it's got to work. Phone lines are open. Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. Get at us whenever we get back. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Three. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Mike. Mike, welcome, brother. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Doing good. Welcome to the Sports Animal Hotline. Hey, so I'm crazy Bulldogs, class 85. Yes, sir. Watch your mouth about that Kelly Green, man. Hey. <laughs> That's the, that's the champion's color, man. I knew uh, we were going to have us, an APS. It's Hope and Moriarty that came and asked uh, to use our colors. And uh, so when I heard you talking, I was like, yeah, let me say a little hi to him, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's, there's a couple colors in sports that are just that much better. Kelly Green, to me, is a special standalone one. It's, you're you're not wrong. There's well, a, yeah, my uniform was the same as uh, the same one that Larry Bird wore. So, oh. you know. That's why, yeah, right? Because it gets those ties, Mike. Like, and if you compare it correctly, you put a Kelly Green with like a yellow. You put a Kelly Green with like right. a gold, a white. Right. Oh my gosh, give me that contrast. Hey, you still wear? <laughs> hey, do you still wear Kelly Green today, or are you like me and you abandon your high school colors as soon as you like got out of that energy? No, you know, uh, I end up going to two purple colleges, hmm. but uh, there we go. You know, but yeah, I wore I wore green for forever. The, uh, I mean, hey, we are we talking about New Mexico Highlands right now? What's up? Talking about yeah, them? yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I went to. Highland. You know what's Cowboys gear I got right now? Oh, look at that! <laughs> I wear that was adorable. <laughs> I wear Cowboys gear every day, every day. I love that, Mike. Thanks for taking the time, brother. Right on, man. Take care. That's the one. It's a dude right I'm there. I'm telling you, orange really sticks out for me for sports. If you can pull off orange, that's a statement. Any, yeah. any bright color, you could be successful the in Den- a bright color. The Denver Broncos. Sure. When they're good, they're great. When they had 18, but he was washed up, but he wasn't because they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that color green? Because I do think that's upper echelon. I put in a top fiver of championship like colors for, mm-hmm. for sports. That neon green, 
like the one that the gross Seattle Seahawks wore when a Raymond Smith broke the all-time rushing record and you had to watch that stupid highlight forever. I love it so much. I love the neon green. I love the dark gray and neon green. No, I hate it. Give hate me it. all of the modern. If you're not Packers, Bears, Cowboys, if you're not Yankees, Dodgers, Cardinals, turn it up for me. I love the Arizona Diamondbacks kit. I love the new Padres. Love it now. Love it now. Correct. It sucked. For a while. They've had some misses. The Rockies have had some misses. The Rockies have had some misses. The Padres had some misses. Bad. Bad, bad. But these new Padres are hit. These are 100% a hit. They're the best non-traditional jersey in baseball. All of them. The orange highlight on the Miami Marlins makes me salivate. The, the Miami Vice vibes? Yeah. It's so strong. Which is interesting to me because I love aqua. I hate teal. That's weird. I know. You have a problem. I know. You need to talk about that with someone. I, I refuse to. Okay. Now, I'm about to give you one. And you're going to be like, Fred. Crimson, dog. Crimson's strong. Crimson is royalty. Yeah. USC. Washington State. There is something about. Why doesn't it exist in the NFL? Why doesn't it? Yeah. I guess the the Washington Guardians kind of messed with it for a minute. They still have a team? They tried to look like, well, they're trying to sell it. Ah. Are we in? Tyler, how much you holding? Tyler, what's up? You got some money? Uh, we're, we got $45 in EBT. Is that good? Well, we could trade that for 20 bucks. I yeah, learned. we right. could sell that for like $22.50 of actual money. Is this still two to one? I think so. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Go to the Silver Street Market. I get a lot of those offers every time I'm Same, there. Same, every time I'm at Silver Street. Yeah. And I mess I mess around with them. I usually say yes if I have the time. Hey, put them on the list. Let's call them. Need a case of Red Bull. <laughs> there are little cracker trays down there. They could sponsor this. Hold thing. on. Yeah. Can you say that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Little cracker dishes. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> like the Caucasian dishes. What? Huh? You talking about fruits? I'm not going any further with Got this it. conversation. No problem. Yeah. Slippery slope you after fruit. Don't put me in a corner. Mm-hmm. No one puts baby in a corner. Paint yourself in one. Tyler, do you get that one? No one puts baby in the corner? Not at all. Ah, come on, dude. All right, do me a favor. Open up your show tonight at Rebel. Okay. And say, uh, first of all, well, I'm assuming you're, are you jerking the curtain tonight? What's up? Whoa. Uh, I think I'm second to last. Hold up. That's like a big deal. It's 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 a it's, deal. Who's out? Of, it's out of three. Though. Who's headlining? Good question. No, oh, Tyler. How, we, which we, one? Yeah, we gotta get. Hey, we gotta get you a one sheet. We gotta set you up for success here. Okay. Also, if you do lots of dirty dancing references, like I just did, right? You should have a pretty good return on the uh, on the from the audience there. I think I got a shot. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Friend of the show, Marty here. He's going to tell us how it's all about burnt sienna and cowboy blue. Marty, how are you? Good. You know, I've become a little bit of a critic slash snob slash cynic when I see people wearing like certain jerseys like like, for example, the Broncos, you know, when they stink and they 
have stunk for the last four or five, six years. Correct. The only thing that comes to mind when I see a guy in the bar or something, I'm like, bro, you look like a road construction worker. Take <laughs> nice. that silly shirt off. And, oh, you're talking about a jersey, like when they're in one of those orange jerseys. Yeah, and it's because they stink. So, like, <laughs> if they're doing good, maybe I don't have those thoughts, right? And I do that with a lot of teams. Texas Rangers, I'm like, bro, are you from Arlington? I yeah. need to ask this guy. Are you from Arlington? Is that why you're wearing that? No one's repping an Elvis Andrews. No one is walking around. Exactly. Now, if you have like a super cool throwback Nolan Ryan, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you lay right there. I'm into that. First off, uh, if you exactly. have that, that's 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 the dude right there. I'm, you, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, yeah, you're a true baseball <laughs> fan. But if you got a Nolan man, Ryan throwback, Colts, it better be a Astros. random Indianapolis Colts. I'm like, did you buy like a cheap cowboy jersey at the flea market? Oh wait, it's a Colts jersey. Nice. See oh, you. sorry. Hey, so I am taking sorry. this weekend, Marty, to WrestleMania. I am wearing an Indianapolis Colts Pat McAfee jersey to WrestleMania this weekend. No joke. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I think I like it. I, I think I like it. It's the one. It's going to say rowdy guy. It's going to say I'm a fan. Yep. I like it. It's, I got layers. So got so it just depends. Now, even the Lakers, right? Even when they stink, I just get like, God, I mean, would you just drop a bunch of purple iodine on your shirt? What is that? It's just awful. Like, and the Lakers are legendary, right? But that purple sometimes. Van, you know, I, I, you know, I, what I used to I wear, Van. Say, the Lakers would look great. The Lakers would look great in Dodger blue and white. They would look so great if they had that as a permanent uniform. I've never liked the purple and gold, but it is what it is. And look this up, and it's hard to get. Me as a big Dodger fan, Dodger cap with UCLA Bruin colors. Look it up. That is sweet. I've seen those. That's strong work, for sure. Yeah, in my early twenties. Very nice. I used to wear a L.A. Sparks. Uh, uh, Les- what was her name? I just blew. I just blew the whole bit. Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie jersey all the time. I thought it was super cool. In hindsight, probably wasn't. But I thought it was cool. All right, I just found that hat you're talking about. It is pretty sweet. Yeah, and it's hard to find. But anyway, those are my thoughts. And uh, you know, like I said, I could be a little snobbish, a little critical, a little cynical, but. We did. It is what it is. Well, when, you're, when you just mentioned yeah. UCLA, Marty, you were totally right because we didn't mention Baby Blue earlier. Powder Blue is up there with Kelly Green. Powder Blue with like right. the Chargers or the Royals or the eighty St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, your Cardinals. There is a killed it. Yeah, there's a Powder Blue that is special and perfect and lovely in every single way, and also intimidating somehow. Right. No, it's intimidating. I agree, and I agree with. I agree with you on the Crimson being an Aggie, so I totally agree. New Mexico State Aggie, I totally agree. Yeah, They could stink, and it still looks nice. Good point. It's intimidating if you win in effeminate colors. Oh, I agree. Like a baby blue or like a a neon green, like orange-orange. Mustard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super into that. It's like, look at these guys. Marty, good call. All right. I like him. I like him a lot. Cheers, Marty. The friends of this show are very good. If you want to hang out tomorrow, friends of the show, come to Howie's sports page. We are raging at the page. I will be there. Van will be there. Chris Burnett will be there. We'll introduce him to the new friends of the show. Live four to seven. We'll be there way before that watching baseball. Mm-hmm. We'll be guzzling down glizzies. Cut that off. Free glizzies. Cut that off. Guzzling glizzies all night long.
keeping that yes, in. you're. Everyone knows you're a glizzy guzzler. Everyone knows that's not a secret. Out the gate, I'm guzzling glizzies. <sighs> Say that again, <laughs> faster. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> a little breakfast glizzy. Yeah. Was that? Is that like some a, eggs on it? Is that a British thing? Put a wrap it in a pancake. A little breakfast glizzy. A rabbit pancake? What are you talking wrap about? Wrap it. Uh-oh. In a pancake. Breakfast glizzy. That is very British. A rabbit glizzy. They love hunting rabbits. Glizzy's in a blanket sounds better than you thought it would. Gliz in a blanket. Gliz in a blanket. Yeah. I grew up real poor. Like hot dogs and, and macaroni and cheese poor. Mm-hmm. I grew up hot dogs and butter noodles poor. Butter noodles are fantastic. I'm looking forward to my butter noodles. Any demographic. At the moment. We regularly do the poor people food bit on the show. We've never done it with Tyler. And Tyler would be like, stop calling my diet poor. This is everything I eat, guys. I will take that bit to levels y'all have never seen. (laughs) Tyler's like, like, oh, you want saucer noodles? You mean condiments I take from Golden Bread? Yes. (laughs) Is that what you mean? Mm. Yeah, a little little ketchup ramen. Mm Mm-hmm. You just do your Tim Meadows again? By the way, not on purpose. <laughs> By the way, excellent question, friend of the show, JD, from the text line. Yes. We'll be at Howie's, what do you think, about one-ish until no. all the games are done? No, I don't. I think that's too late. You, you keep think? saying one. I don't know why you keep saying that. We got an 11 o'clock meeting. No. We have a 1030 meeting. No, we don't have an 11 o'clock. I'm going to, so to go hang out with the Topi boys. Media day. Yeah, that's at 10. You think they're going to kick me out that fast? It's not Universal Studios. Practice starts at 11. So, yes, they will kick you out before then. Fine. Fine. Fine what? You're going to go watch opening day baseball and how he's sports? We'll do it live. Fine. Tyler doesn't get that. I don't care. Chris Burnett on the microphone with us whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM. Hey, what do you think Chris is going to want to talk about? I'm assume wrestling. It's always wrestling. It's wrestling. No wrestling talk from Chris Burnett until Friday when we do our WrestleMania preview show. Tomorrow we're doing Major League Baseball preview. we got a lot going on here. When we the get most back, wonderful time of the year. Oh, we're living the dream. Suck a bag of farts, Christmas. This 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Chris Burnett joining us in studio. Hey, 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 hey. All right, Chris opened the door to come in here, and he said, uh, he said, hey, idiots. The original cream circles of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, man. Duh. And that logo, the pirate with the... Was that, that sexy pirate? The with old the one was so mouth? much better. Yeah. Sexy mouth knife. <laughs> the old, right. Yeah. The old Patriots logo was better, too. Oh, the guy's like hiking the football? Yeah, the oh, Patriot, no, that sucks. The Patriot yeah. was hiking the football? Messed remember, me with that. I remember as a kid, I was constantly like, what is that? What is he doing? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know what it was when I was a kid. And then I was like, oh, it's a guy hiking, a, a Patriot hiking a football. Correct. It's Every- one of the worst logos I've ever seen. There's so many details on it. It's I, so bad, it's good. No. Mm. I need real simple logos. Like a really the, Dallas Cowboys. Cleveland Browns, just a orange helmet that one sucks have you seen the old browns logo 
What, what it's, with the little it's elf, hideous Keebler elf. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. With that yeah. little, with that little sexy elf. They put it on the middle of the field last year for one week, and the world was outraged, and they immediately took it off. What was his name? Elfie. Something horrible. It was something stupid like that. I, I guess I missed all that. I. Oh, did you blink? Yeah. That's how long it happened. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not really one to watch a Cleveland Browns game. But, oh, because yeah. oh, you don't like crimes against people? Right. The name was stupid. Literally Brownie. What's stupider? Brownie the Elf or the Cleveland Browns or Nestor Cortez wind up yesterday? Oh. Uh, Nestor Cortez's wind ups are amazing. You watch your mouth. He is a legend, and he needs to be protected at all costs. Did you see this, Chris? So I did not. What Nestor Cortez does, and by the way, changing the game. I'm going to show you right here, Chris. So he does a wind-up where it's a set pause glove at, like, the belt loop, stands on one leg, twirls around in a half circle, and then delivers 2.5 seconds later. That's weird, man. <laughs> but he's got – it's just not that one. No, he got a bunch of them. He's got, like, 20 different what? ones. Yeah. The reason why he did that one, that one's even a little exaggerated for Nestor Cortez. That one's a little silly. I love it, but I'll admit it's a little silly. He only did that to because the ump, yep. the ump called him for quick pitching the, the very pitch before. He's like, oh, I did that one too fast. Let me show you what it looks mm-hmm. like when I do one too slow. So he, as long as he's, if, as he's in the motion... Then it's a pitch, like they consider. Yeah, you just got to start the wind. Yeah, that's he could do that for an hour and a half. Oh man, this is gonna. Ha- yeah, I would do. It. You know what I would do? Windmill arm. Mm. As long as you're you're you start your motion, you could windmill a bunch. I would do a bunch of windmill arm. Yeah. From you were talking about the live chat, just to be very clear to all the friends of our show that are currently listening to this show, two men on on ninety five point nine FM with the also the sports animal i would have got there eventually mm-hmm. with myself fred slow you van nunley now chris burnett and tyler, hey chris is here tyler lovely making the show go around hey tyler if you are planning to leave your place of work during lunch tomorrow to meet us at howie's to eat lunch and watch baseball yes we will be there yes also just tell them you're not coming back say that not ever <laughs> just today yeah it's an it should be a national holiday the opening day the day after the Super Bowl should all be national holidays. It's stupid that it's not. And voting day. All right, Chris, do this. You're the newest guy on the show, so you're the lowest on the totem pole. Okay. Uh, take out a note. I'm going to dictate something to you. So, um, dear boss, please excuse, and then just leave a blank, mm-hmm. from work today, mm-hmm. they have obligations mm-hmm. of mental health. No, 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 no. Exhibiting national pride. Thank you. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. On this national holiday. Correct. Ellipses. Let's go Cardinals. No, 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 no. Okay? No. I can't write. Team neutral. (laughs) Okay. Ellipses. Let's go blank. Go team. Go team. Mm -hmm. Go sports. Yeah. Um, Page break. Thank you. Uh, Do you want to present as a doctor or what? What kind of authority are we? Uh, sports entertainers. Sports entertainers. Absolutely. Yeah, just like John Cena. Mm-hmm. Sports entertainers. I am. I'm a priest, so oh, okay. I come yeah. from the religious side. Okay. And then you aren't anywhere close to a doctor, but you're a liar. Mm-hmm. So you could put doctor. So one priest, one doctor. We got the church, and we're walking into a bar. Correct. Okay. Uh-huh. Priest and a doctor. And a mayor walk into a mayor. bar. There you go. Mayor says uh, <laughs> National 
day of you got uh, a priest, no a doctor, and a mayor walking to Howie's fourth page. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good to go. And Congratulations! Then everyone ends up glizzied. Mm-hmm. I like this plan. Absolutely. So we'll be doing the show live four to seven, but we'll be there before then all day. Yeah, as early as possible. Correct. Also, I'm I know a little bit about priesthood because I watched John Wick four earlier this week. Is there oh, priest yeah, in it? Yeah. It, well, there's a part where um, uh, someone is excommunicado, oh. and that sounds Latin, and I believe that is priest. Yeah. So there you go. You're kicked out of the religion. Kicked out of the Catholic Church, excommunicated. 94, 94% Rotten Tomatoes across the board. What are you talking about? John Wick 4. Great film. All right, so you know, Chris is new to the show, yeah. so I'm going to be I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little harsh here on what I'm about to say to you because I want you to learn a valuable lesson. Okay. I don't care at all what fans think. Oh, nice. So if there is a review system that says something is good or bad, I do not trust the flock. It is too easily impersonated. It is too easily impressionable, and it is not a fair governing of what my likes are. Because according to all you losers, I shouldn't be in love with John Cena the way that I am. As an actor or as a wrestler? Yes. Wrestler, yes. Actor, no. The masses are correct on that one. Let me tell you a little secret about Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. What you do is you don't click on the stupid fan score. Okay. Because they're just going to like the dumbest, bloodiest, most entertaining stuff. Uh, John you go to the critic score. Yeah, 94. And they, uh, oh, 94 for critics? Yeah. Oh, then it's good. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Now, Wait. Chris, you don't know this because you're new to the program. Mm-hmm. I hate industry opinions of things. So you don't want fans' opinions? Nope. And you don't want the industry's opinion? Do not. You don't want critics' opinions? Uh-uh. It's just you and John Cena. I was going to say, what about John Cena's opinion? Yeah. Yes, if John Cena was, if he told me to do something, I would do it. I don't care how high that bridge is. I would mm. jump right off. Hmm. And I would be holding a John Cena action figure. Looking cool. Fair enough. We're talking about uniforms for a minute. The white and the pinstripes of the New York Yankees. Classic. Classic. They can't beat it. Yeah. Cannot be beat. Yeah. Upper echelon. But all sports. Hold up. We. You know the last time the Yankees have been to the World Series? Four? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. 2009, so been a while. Wow. That was the Alex Rodriguez World Series. The tens is the only decade that the Yankees didn't win a World Series in was, the history of baseball. Was old man Steinbrenner still alive at that point? Yeah, he had to watch it on his deathbed. Right. Here are the number of teams that have been in the World Series since the Yankees, okay? Starting in descending order. The Phillies, the Braves, the Nationals, the Rays, the Indians, which are now the Cleveland Commanders, the Cubs, the Mets, the Tigers, two times the Royals, two times the Reds. Two times. Thank you. Two times the Cardinals, two times the Rangers. Three times the Dodgers, three times the Giants, four times the Astros. Oh, God, say that one again. Well, I didn't hear the last one. What was it? Four times the Astros. Oh, my God. I think I have, my, have some hearing problems. What every, was that last uh, one? Every, uh, they've been in the World Series three times in the last five years. Jeez. They're good at baseball. They've been there four times in the last six years. They're good at baseball. So crazy to me. <sighs> I'm going to ride this wave as long as possible. This will sustain me, this Astros wave that they're on, will will sustain me, my love of baseball, for the rest of my life. 
So can I get to my point then? Eventually. You might as well be a Pirates fan because they got cooler jerseys and they go to the World Series just as much. Fair. If you're into a team, just for the... Zero times. (laughs) They're tied for zero. They got super cool jerseys, though. They do, yeah. It's all that matters. The Royals are the worst team in baseball since the year 2000. So, and they've won a World Series. So you're telling me you'd rather be Royals, Royals than a Pirate? Yeah. Not that sexy Buccaneer one that Chris was talking oh, about. Man. Mm, that, though. Creamsicle. Give me that. Creamsicle is a sweet one. Yeah. It's a fun word to say, too. The Mariners will make it to a World Series. Soon. Before the Yankees will make it to a World Series. I mean, no one's going to watch it, but, you know. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Good take. <laughs> if Tyler, instead of picking Boca Raton, Florida Atlantic University, if he would have picked his NCAA bracket based off cool unis, we wouldn't have to be co- coming up with this coin for the NCAA tournament right now to make to send Tyler to Florida. They're two wins away from Tyler going on vacation yeah. on our dime. Whatever. At least the airfare. Also, I like them Florida Atlantic uniforms. <laughs> That's, did you pick your bracket on uniforms? You're like, oh, no, nice. I picked on destinations I would like to travel to. Uh, Boca Raton being number one. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Florida Atlantic's campus? No. no, is it just a swamp? There's going to be a mass exodus of players this year in the transfer portal. If FAU can cut some NIL checks next year, Florida Atlantic University and beautiful Boca Raton, Florida, will have all of the best recruits. It is gorgeous out there. Look, Google, plug into your Google machines, overhead view of FAU campus. It is literally on its own island. That's so sweet. It is so sweet. You know, I regularly have a fear of, like, the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the kind of spot you want. Like an, an island. Island. Yeah. An island. Yeah, absolutely. From the texter, the super sweet tan Giants jerseys, those were sweet. Oh, yeah, okay. They still rock those. Those sandy ones? Yeah. yeah they st- those sand Giants jerseys yeah. are sweet. There was like a whole They're period still- where everybody did that. They're still in the rotation. Just- Phillies, Phillies have sand jerseys too. Is that sand? Is that the word we're using? I was going to say cream, but we've been talking cream sickle. So that's different. But it looks cream. It'd be the color cream. Yeah, it looks like suntan lotion. You use brown suntan lotion? That seems dangerous. It's not brown. Should be white because of its zinc value in there. Well, I, this is like an older one. It seems very old. It's it probably one. doesn't work. It's you should the, stop using it. It's the one he found in the trunk of the car. It's Your been forehead there for is kind of pink today. Is there an expiration date on suntan lotion? Yes. Oh yeah, like a year. Why are you two talking to me like this? Is common knowledge. There's it is. not just one knows that. Not just me. A friend of the show right now just learned that. Well, good for them. I'm glad to save their skin. Is it a real expiration date though? Because salt has expiration dates like, on it. Like a hard expiration date. Yeah. Yes. Because salt is just rock. It just diminishes in quality and protection. I thought salt is what you put on stuff so it didn't expire as quickly. That's what I'm saying, but it has an expiration thing. Oh, That's to sell you more. Yeah. It's salt. I don't want to be sold salt because you're leading me to believe there's a scarcity of it. It's like the number one thing on the planet. 
Like when we're on the beach in Hawaii, they're like those little rock coves and the water only goes high enough in the morning. And then by the afternoon, there's like fresh sea salt on top of these rocks. And I was like, hey, Fred, do you want some sea salt? He's all, no, I'm sure it's gone bad. I was like, it's day one of salt. <laughs> it's the first day. It's going to last the, the rest of time now. The same way I don't care about the freshness of tomatoes as it relates to John Wick 4 is how I don't care about the freshness of salt as it relates to the ocean. The rottenness of tomatoes. The mm. Sports Animal Hotline is open, and we will be taking calls on it as soon as we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. On the Sports Animal Hotline, friend of the show, Rick. Rick, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good, brother. I was driving earlier listening to you guys, and there was a caller that called in, and he said he couldn't understand why a fan would wear a Bronco jersey like <laughs> Orange or another team that's a losing team. My opinion on this is when you're a fan, you're a fan. Ooh. I'm an old man. I've been buying jerseys for my nephews and nieces. Whatever their favorite team is for Christmas, that's what I buy them. And if your team, uh, like me, I'm a Dodgers fan. The last time we had won a World Series was like in 1978. We went like over 30 years without winning. I always wear my Dodger blue. Twenty was When you're a fan, win or lose, you support your team, and the way you support your team when you're a small guy is by wearing your jersey, regardless if you win or lose, or if you haven't won in 10, 15 years. Hot Just like take. you guys were talking about the Yankees. Hey, if I'm, I'm not a Yankee fan, but if there's a Yankee fan with a Derek Jeter jersey, man, you wear that with pride. The, when you talked about the kids, that one's interesting to me because kids only want the team that is good currently because they don't know any different. A lot of Warriors So I'm fans. assuming that you're buying, like, Golden State Warriors jerseys. Mm-hmm. Is that on the list for the kids right now? Uh, well, like, when it comes to the Cowboys, like, my son yeah. grew up when the Cowboys were winning the in the 90s. They haven't won since then. He's still a Cowboy <laughs> fan. Salad he days. still wears his Cowboy stuff. <laughs> Look, I you know get, what I'm trying to say? I a get fan team pride. is a fan. You just don't join the bandwagon. Oh, my God, the, the, the Chiefs have been winning now, two Super Bowls in the last four years. Does that mean we should all wear Kansas City gear? I mean, I would never do that. You wear, you support your team, win or lose. So we're in an interesting in-between here because I feel you can't just jump on the front runner, but I also feel that you can't stick with Old Faithful. Like, what's the in-between here, You boys? have to stick with Old Faithful. I've been a Ram fan oh, sorry, since yeah. Roman Gabriel because we had the same initials. We lost the Super Bowl in 1979. Did I change? Did I jump to the Cowboys? Did I jump to Miami? Uh, all the, the Niners that were winning Super Bowls? No. I've been a Ram fan since the early 70s. And it took till two years ago for me to win a Super Bowl where I could say, hey, my team won a Super Bowl. Because when the Rams went to St. Louis, it wasn't the same. That was the St. Louis Rams. I'm an L.A. Rams fan. So did you lose fandom when they went to St. Louis? Because I lost fandom when they went Uh, back to L.A. Yeah. Well, when they went to St. Louis and they won the Super Bowl, that hurt because they had the best team on turf. They had a good team. But it wasn't my team, the L.A. Rams. It wasn't Eric Dickerson. It wasn't Roman Gabriel. It wasn't Merlin Olson. It was the Rams, but it was the St. Louis Rams. Somehow, I could not associate as a fan 
to really say, hey, that's my team, the St. Louis Rams. We just won the Super Bowl. We beat the Titans. Rick, I agree with you completely because me being, you know, the annoying Astros fan, the cheating apologist Astros fan, a lot of people forget there was a period before they were good where they were the worst team in baseball for six years and then a period before that where they were completely mediocre. I believe you and I agree with you and that you should stick with your team, and that's what real fans do. But I think the root... That a real fan, was, like you said, your Astros, they lost over 100 games two, three years in a row. Yes, four. And, and did you change your mind? No. And, yeah, they came back. Uh, they had that ugly thing about the cheating thing that fans <laughs> won't turn them loose. Bom, hey, bom. But there are some, you know, you're a fan. When you're a fan, you're a fan of, like I said, my son. He's 37 years old. He grew up when the Cowboys won those Super Bowls when he was a little boy. Our bathrooms were a Cowboy, which uh, I didn't agree with that, you know. But he's been a fan, and he takes a lot of, you know, Cowboy fans take a lot of rap because they haven't won in 25 years. I call it the Jerry Jones curse. Oh, I think that we have a big difference uh, here that what we're talking about like staying a fan and remaining a fan and being loyal to your team. That's one thing that's honorable, you know, cheers to you. But I think what we're talking about is how ridiculous the Jersey would look. If you weren't a football fan, if you just see a guy in a bright orange shirt, you're like, Oh my God, did a, a traffic cone come to life in a Disney movie? Right. Like, are you in an escape convict? Like, why are you wearing bright orange everywhere? The, and know, then they turn around, and it's like, oh, it's a Broncos fan. But also, in Rick's defense, it would be real easy for me to use a restroom that had Dallas Cowboys toilet paper. Mm. Excellent point. Well, believe, believe me, we had towels with Cowboy <laughs> towels in, in, the, in the early 2000s because my son was a Cowboy fan. That's what he got, you know. Hey, the he one- was a little boy. I'll leave you with this one, well, Rick. A fan is a fan regardless if you win or lose. And, and and I see where you say the orange jersey or even when you guys were talking about the Lakers. Hey, man, the Lakers are purple. You said you want to see them in blue. They do have the, the blue uniforms, which I don't agree with. Because being a Laker fan, there was nothing better than seeing Wilt do the roll-in. I was a fan when Jerry West was shooting. They weren't even threes at that time. We are on you agreement. Know what I'm saying? Where, where you're a fan, you're a fan of back in the day, just like I'm a fan of UCLA still, because I grew up when John Wooten and UCLA was winning everything. If we remove the big ones, they, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, we can all agree that anyone that wears those Juventus FC jerseys, they all look like idiots, right? Those are the worst soccer jerseys of all time. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. There you well, go, Rick. We got it. I just believe that when you're when you're a fan, and if your team is the Broncos and it's that ugly orange, I mean, I'm not a Bronco fan, so for me, uh, you won't see me in orange. We're sneaking one more in, Rick. But you're the best. Take care. Right. I love listening to you guys. Like, hey, come out to Howie's tomorrow, brother. We're gonna watch a little opening day baseball. We're gonna have a little bit of fun. I like him a lot. Good call. You know what? He's I love talking. the passion. You want to sneak one more in before the break? Let's phone, do it. Phone lines are just lighting up. Sports Animal Hotline, friend of the show, John. John, welcome. Hey, um, that guy's right up my alley. I uh, was a Ram fan as a kid, like all the players that he just talked about. 
But when they moved to St. Louis, that wasn't it. You know, um, L.A. fans held Georgia Frontieri or whatever her name was at the time um, to the fire on that. And and that hurt. And uh, I could never follow that team to St. Louis. So uh, I totally feel with that guy. You you know, when your team moves to another city, that ain't the same team. All right? The Colts moved to wherever. What are they, the Ravens? Baltimore. It's not the same team anymore. So moving cities definitely changed it for me. Uh, and then in regard to all the – I've never been able to wear a jersey. I just don't – it's something I think kids do. I, boom, you know, as a grown boom. man, I just yeah. could never throw on a jersey. I wore a Wynton um, Bernard jersey the other day at spring training, and people were all yeah. high fives about it. People thought it was the jam. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is – okay, this is a good decision. <laughs> I'd say the flaw in the yeah, city like movie. when do you wear orange and blue? I mean, you, that's, it just doesn't happen. And even if you do, and it doesn't say Denver, people think you're a you're a Bronco fan. I say the one, um, the one flying. Anyway, go Lobo baseball, awesome yeah. guy. Oh my god, Love your show. Thank you. Right. leading the nation in batting average. Uh, we got to get Rob Portnoy on tomorrow on opening day. You were saying? I was saying the flaw in his argument of the team moving and pe- the fans leave is the Raiders. Man, they they wear they, people don't matter. They don't care where they move. They just. That's that's the exception to the that's rule. That's the exception. To the I rule. am literally the rule. Let's break down the rule from Van where we get back because I know you're but you're going to talk about the Oilers, right? Duh. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Houston Oilers and how they abandoned childhood Van. Oh, left him. Well, went to the sucks too. They, they went to the grocery store for milk and cigarettes. <laughs> Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. We mentioned it a couple times. Also, don't forget, after this segment, the final segment, the I-9 varsity of candies that aren't candies. <laughs> so good. We keep talking about going to Howie's Sports Page tomorrow for opening day. We'll be there all day. Friends of the show keep telling us how they're coming. So I guess we're having an impromptu party. Nice. Well, that's the point is what we're doing. It's hosting a party. You getting off work early tomorrow, Chris? You coming down? What's up? Uh, no. <laughs> Chris will be there for the show. I'll be there for the show. Be for the show, though. Yeah. That's still good. Yeah. Do we mention that you have a day job, too, or do we not mention that? Not mention it. All right. Yeah. Leave it off. Yeah. Keep your private life private. Yeah. That's not what we do. I have another job. You can. Talk about it. Okay. You know what? I have two full-time jobs. You know, I don't have a fulfilled life. Mm. No one to share it with. Oh, no. I was, my Brandon Ortega was helping me move the other day. KOB's very own, Brandon Ortega, Star Good TV dude. and Radio, three-time New Mexico broadcast of the year, back-to-back-to-back, not mm-hmm. four-time. So we're moving, and I, he's like, he's like, how are you feeling about everything? You look pretty excited. I'm like, Brandon, there's not a single person on this earth that loves me more than they love someone else. Brandon was like, that's just really sad, man. I was like, when yeah! Like that. Yeah, out. it's they're really out. sad. They're out there. First off, don't go putting thoughts like that in the wonderful, kind, sweet, loving, best person on earth, Brandon mm-hmm. Ortega's head. Who loves someone? He doesn't than, need those thoughts in his head. He loves someone more than he loves me. Yes, okay. his family. Yeah, you love someone more than you love me. Yes, my family. Chris Burnett loves someone more than he loves me. Yes, his oh. cat. No, I'm a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and my dog and my cat. Every friend of the show, Every family member I have loves a different family member more than they love me. Okay, well, that's your fault. Do you, Let's uh, be honest. Do you stay up late at night with these thoughts? Is that When my head hits the pillow, I am out cold. Uh, all right. Because I live a stupid schedule life of uh, 7 a.m. to the moment my head gets... I have zero rest time, zero downtime. 
I think I'm addicted to to being busy. Yeah, that's where you're, that's your problem. That's why yeah, you can't because find those thoughts race into your head. Can't, right? They can't get in there if I'm distracted. Everyone's calling, talking about the Rams leaving Los Angeles for St. Louis and how they didn't love the Rams in St. Louis, but they loved them again when they went back to L.A. Hey, cool job, friends of the show, on taking your ex-girlfriend back. Super cool. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. Tell me how bro was because I slept mm-hmm. with her for 20 years mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And when she left, mm-hmm. good riddance. Mm-hmm. You know how much I care? None. And when I look at you losers telling me how you love the Rams now that they're back, you know what you love? My sloppy seconds after I stole her from you. You know what you do talk about? What's that? You disparage top shelf champion owner Stan Kroenke all the time. I swear to God, dude. Even though he won. Roger was a saint. In St. Louis. Moved to L.A. Won a championship in L.A. He did not win in St. Louis. What are you doing? He Then he goes to Denver. Oh. And he wins a championship. You're talking about soccer now? And hockey. Then he wins a championship in soccer. Then he wins a championship in lacrosse. And if Jokic doesn't choke again, he might win one in the NBA. He's about to have the infinity stone gauntlet of championships in every sport. Wow. And he stole your team. And you're trying to act like he's a bad owner. He's the best owner around. He wins in everything. He paid $4 billion for a venue that's only good for WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so to take the emotion out of this conversation, Chris, what we're going to do is we're going to allow Van to talk about the Houston Oilers oh. because no one cared about them when they were there, and definitely no one cares about them in Tennessee. Warren uh, Moon, uh, running shoot offense. Warren Moon is the worst person. All time. Of all time. Yeah. And I'm literally talking to everyone on the planet, Warren, historically and current. Warren and, Moon and is fictional. Worst. And fictional. Well, I fictional say too. him as a heel, heel sports guy then, you know, if he's the worst. Definitely. No, no, he's not a heel. Oh. He's just a dumpster fire oh, okay. of a human being. Are you talking being. about Warren he's Judas Moon? The oh. worst person. Yeah. The worst. Look it up. If you Google. Google it. It's Warren. right there. Oh, all right. Yes. Front page. Algorithms. Also, I need to change his Wikipedia to involve me more. Yeah, put that in there. Put yeah, that part. I definitely put, need put to the do that. Parts about you, Warren Moon, notwithstanding. Uh, I grew up watching the Houston Oilers. I mean, that's why I'm such a giant Houston Astros yeah. homer. And why you love Campbell's soup, Earl Campbell's soup? Yes, that's uh, disgusting. You put a horrible image in my head. I'm still an Astros homer. Baseball's my favorite sport. I grew up watching Astros games. That's never going to leave. But I was also a Houston Oilers fan and Warren Moon fan and young aspiring quarterback. And they left, and I immediately disregarded my fandom for the Houston Oilers. I'm not going to be a Tennessee Titans fan. I'm not going to be a Tennessee Oilers fan. I'm from and live in Houston. This is stupid. So St. Louis fans, like, bouncing around city to city. Raiders fans bouncing around city to city. Show some loyalty. This is the only reason I'm a Packers fan, because the Oilers broke my friggin' heart, and I had to find another team. I found out that they were owned by their fans. I thought that was super cool. You know, which, which one will not move from a city? Oh, the one that's owned by the city. Owned by the city, correct. And they had a guy, and I don't even heard of him, um, basically exploiter of the poor. Stan Kroenke. Pe- penis picks sending. 
pill popping Brett Favre. I hate. He Brett was Favre. super cool back in the day. Oh yeah. Before we found out who he really was. The Packers were owned by their own fans, and they had Brett Favre. Natural fit for your boy. I've been loyal since then. But I get it. If a team leaves a city, you have no obligation to follow them. No. Sports fan, dump them immediately. You also, and this is going to sound so cliche for a friend of the show, if you're from a city that doesn't have one, and your one is the one that was most popular in your age group, you're not cool. You just did what everyone else is doing. That's not a cool move. Golden State Warrior fan right now? Miss me. New Golden State Warrior. New yeah. Golden State Warrior. Fan. New New England oh, Patriot fan. Now, if you can justify it, hey, I'll give you an example. I went to college with Clay Thompson. Oh, wow. I should be a Golden State Warrior fan. I still root for my Knicks. Why? Why am I like this? Oh, man. That you can up. switch anytime. You talk about heel in sports, the owner of the Knicks. Yes. Oh, man. What's his name? Oh, I can't think of it right now. It's uh, he's Dolan? got the band. Yeah, Dolan. He's like Dolan. he he like bans his own former players from the from the stadium. Just one, wow. the one that would fight everyone for Here's now. Charles Oakley. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair though. Nolan's got a band called the Night Strokes. Horrible, that is horrible. Super sweet. So, I'm sure there is. Today's I nine varsity. Whenever we get back, so stoked. The I nine varsity of. Candies that aren't candies. Hmm. Candies that aren't candies. Mm-hmm. Tuman on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today's I-9 Varsity. All right, Tyler's bringing his own personality to the show now. It's like a thing we're doing. I asked him to play this song. You know this one, Chris? Oh, yeah. Turn it up. I don't, is this Michael Jackson? No, it's, uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, was married to Whitney Houston? Bobby Brown. Before Bobby Brown was Bobby Brown. Yeah. He was one piece of new addition. Yeah. This is one of their first hits. Candy Girl. This is a candy. It's not this, candy. This is a banger. It hits so hard. Oh, yeah. I could put on this is pa- the this is the song that Selma Hayek was dancing to and yeah. and Dogma. My friend Ming is in that scene. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. I could put on a pair of quads, Ming. go down to the Roller King, and get down to this thing. This is a song that you would definitely oh, yeah. flip a one eighty and skate backwards to. A uh, Hondo, oh. yeah, an eighty. Do a little crossover. Oh yeah, a little figure eight. Oh yeah, yeah, a little ins and outs. Oh yeah. Tyler, when's the last time you went uh, roller skating? Do y'all remember Roller Skate City? Is that the same as Roller King? Yes. Yeah, it was like the replacement Roller King. Okay, yes, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Also, like the one specific to here, no, I did not grow up here, but I feel like all Roller Kings are the same. Yeah. It was Roller King. It okay. Roller King, yeah. when, when's the last time you were at the Roller King? That was a decade ago. Oh. Actually, that's not true, though. I roller skated when I was in Seattle. Right. I did a stand-up comedy show at a bar that was a roller skating All right, rink. first of all, we're going to make that happen for you. That's yeah. amazing. Do you have a, Hey, do you have a manager? Uh, not yet. Hey, come with me. Okay. <laughs> were you skating quads or inlines? Yeah, good question. Inlines. Uh, oh. I was, out, dude. I was hey. doing a set. Hey, did you call your dad afterwards? No, my mom. Do you ever remember when, when you... She's to, more receptive to that news. 
you ever remember roller skating and the kid would always have the, the roller skates that look like shoes with just wheels on the bottom? Yeah, those were sick. I know. that was You're always like jealous. Joe. Jealous. Oh. You know what I hated more than Tyler at the Rollers King? What? Was when somebody would have inlines, but they'd take out the two middle wheels and only have the front wheel and the back wheel. Oh, that guy. I hated that guy. That's yeah. the worst. Because he would, he, would, uh, he would be like, yeah, that's for grinding. <laughs> yeah. Grinding Bumping with two. grinding. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. The only thing worse was those shoes that were for grinding. What, like Heelys? They were called no. They were called soap shoes, and they had a they had a grind plate in the middle. I remember that. And you would just That's awful. You would just see somebody walking, and they would just jump and rail, go down a rail with their shoes. All right, I just looked. All right, first of all, soap shoes kind of look cool. I'm actually yeah. wearing my soap shoes right now. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> they kind of look like Jordan ones. Yeah. Hey, they 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 dead kind of look like Jordan ones. I don't know if that's the is that wow those are kind of nice. These might not be it. Oh, these are actually just like an Italian shoe. Or something. Oh. <laughs> all right, my bad. No, wait, I had it right. Yeah. You have make your own soap shoes? You just cut a hole in your shoe and put soap in there? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into that. Today's I-9 Varsity League Office 280, I-9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity, I-9 Varsity of candies that aren't candies. Currently at I-9 Sports Soccer Clinics. Register now. I'm into this. Super new. Oh my gosh. If you pay right now, it's only 90 bucks. Are you kidding me? They're giving it away. And you get to play all in one day? Okay, we need to get. All right, we're going to have I9 Sports on. They got too much cool stuff going on over there. All right. You want me to go first or last? I will go last. Van, you go first. Deal. First on my I9 varsity of candy that isn't candy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with candy paint. Uh, I don't know what that is. Familiar with candy paint, boys? No. I'll tell you what candy paint is. Uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s, it was a hip-hop term for painting your vehicle in a certain way that makes it look like candy. Oh, like a translucent so thing. Your, okay. No, your wheels, your door handles, the logo on your car, the make and model in the back was all one color. It's called candy paint. Okay. You're welcome. You learned something new today. That's uh, uh, This is why I don't want to be part of the culture. Tyler. All right, my number one is uh, candy cigarettes. Mm. That's... That is because there is two things in this world that I take very seriously. That is candy and that is cigarettes. Okay. okay. I fuse those two things. I find that to be problematic. I do actually think that that is a candy, though. I'm not trying that to... That is not a candy. That no. is a gateway. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a gateway to other candies. Noted. Yeah. Chris, Chris Burnett. I, this is like things that are not candy but should be. Here's the thing. We didn't explain yeah. the I-9 varsity. It's very much open for interpretation. Though. You do whatever the hell you yeah, want, brother. You, I'm mean, going to go with the fruit by the foot. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Do you, do you believe it's a measuring device? What are you saying? I'm saying it. it they say it's a snack for kids, but it's. I think it's candy. That's what I think. Not candy that is candy. Okay. He went oppo. Yeah, he went candy. I like this yeah, a lot. Yeah, he went candy. That's candy flaged. Okay. Okay. Not yeah. so bad. I'm going to go with glow bracelets. I think glow bracelets are on the list. So uh, put uh, glow bracelets. Do not eat that is what you're saying. Don't eat a glow bracelet. Well, kids are most at risk on Halloween night of being hit by a car. So if you get a glow bracelet when going home to home, you should be more visible to drivers. So this is things that just look like candy, what you're saying. We'll find out. I mean, who knows? As this progresses. Yeah, van. Next on my I-9 varsity of candy that's not candy. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with corn. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Candy corn. Yeah. Uh, if you try to tell me 
But that's candy. It's not. I'll punch you straight in the face. No, it's not. Those are fighting words. Yeah. That's not candy. It is building blocks for gingerbread houses. That's, that's all it is. That's yes. Yeah. It's it's masonry. That's correct. Is what it is. Yeah. Very good answer. It's garbage. Mm-hmm. Tyler. Number two for Tyler is double bubble chewing gum. It's often misconstrued as a candy, as you will find it in children's Halloween bags. With okay. Candy, but it is mm-hmm. no. It is no candy. It's a gum. It's oh, gum. Gum okay. is not yeah, candy. Good answer. Right. Excellent. Yeah. Literal. Silly putty? Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put silly putty on my list. <laughs> I'm going to say circus. Choking peanuts. hazards. You're describing choking hazards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I am too. I'm going to say circus peanuts if someone said that's candy. Oh, that's not candy. Ugh. That is not candy. Okay. So I used to have a pet mouse. I had two pet mice. One was named, it's not important, Tom. The other one was named Cruz. So I had two pet mice. Okay. And I would feed them circus peanuts. And you've never seen an animal eat sugar so fast in your whole life. And this is like when I was a child, so I didn't have a cell phone. Mm. But if I were to record this today, this would be worth a million internet points. Because they're little teethies and handsies as they eat little circus peanuts. They are adorable. They're adorable. They're very adorable. So there you go. Hmm. Tom and Cruz both love them. (laughs) Next on my I-9 varsity of candy that's not candy. Uh I'm going to go with uh, land. Okay. Candy land. Yeah, got it. Uh, it's not candy. No. Don't eat the board no. game candy land. Promotuous journey into the world Please. of imagination. It's got the word candy in it. Don't be fooled. Yeah, it's, don't when be you fooled. open up that rectangle box, no candy in there. Okay, good answer. I like that. Tyler? Yeah, I have a final answer on this one. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll just let you give up early. Right, well... <laughs> Okay, well, I believe I believe uh, as as Albuquerque locals, this one's kind of relevant to more people than just myself. But on my list of items that are candies that are not actually candies, yes. I'm gonna go ahead and put the bag of pills that was handed to me in the bathroom at Sister Bar last night. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Oh, yeah, oh, that's it. candy. That's yeah. candy. That's more okay. a personal reminder for myself. That is not candy. Okay. okay. All right. Good answer. Careful later, yeah. brother. Chris, I'm gonna say when you would go trick or treating that that weird tan candy that came in either an orange or black wrapper. I don't know what you call it, but it was disgusting, and I hated every house that gave me that when I was a kid. Like the wax paper? Yeah. The wax- when you were a kid, that's not candy. No. No. When you grow up, that's candy, and it's delicious. I find oh. that stuff fantastic. Interesting. It's like peanut butter, but it's like vanilla. Like it's something Grand some weird hybrid. Butter candy. It's just weird. It's legit weird. Plastic vampire teeth. Uh. Oh. Oh. So you're basically doing a PSA for children right now, what they shouldn't put in their mouth close to Halloween. No, what I'm talking about is all the worst homes in the neighborhood that I grew up on that didn't give out candy at Halloween. They gave out all this bogus stuff like magnets and toothbrushes and fruit. And I tell you what, there's one day out of the year when I get to walk unsupervised around these streets as a child dressed up. One year is Michelangelo, one year is Raphael, one year is Donatello. One year is uh, Raphael again because I'll never be Leonardo because he was a loser. And I don't get to get cool candies because you're, you're giving me a book of stamps or a bookmark or something stupid. And I don't want that. I don't want your mini slinky. I want candy. Many comic books were cool. I had a heyday. Oh, interesting. I had Silly Putty. I could just get it out the funnies and the papers. What about the one that's happening now like a potato? Kids are like freaking out when they get a potato trick-or-treating. No, they're not. Yeah, I'm telling you. You saw thing. one YouTube video. Oh, my God. You could fit so much drugs in a potato. Yeah. You got to be careful. Razor blades. Mini brain-shaped erasers. Miss me with that. <laughs> Candy crush. 
Jeez. Hitting hitting cleanup on my I nine varsity candy that's not candy is Candy Crush. I like that. I like it's that. a it's a game on the internet. Mm-hmm. It is not candy. Mm. You know, I actually do have one more too. I would like to uh, call out Werther's Originals. Oh, <gasps> sweet! Oh my God! Are, oh, this is how, this is the age difference shown here. Oh my God! Those are heaven. They're so are good. Candy as much as they are like elderly vitamins. I don't know. Uh, I'm not black licorice. What do you? Black licorice. I love black licorice too. My favorite. I, my tongue is so old. I'm just figuring this out right now. Do you guys have any idea how many Andes mints I eat? Like the mountain tongue? or like the dude Andy? Yeah. Mm. Good show today. Great show today. Tyler, where are you tonight? I am at Rebel. That is at 8 o'clock. And then I am at Bourbon and Boots. That is at 8.30. Chris, plug something. Uh, plug my podcast, 10 Drink Minimum, 10drinkminimum.com. Van, final words? Too much for the time, a lot of my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. We're raving at the page tomorrow. Howie's sports page. The time we get there to the time we go off air, plus more. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow at Howie's Burke.